All right, welcome to session 11. Invisible Is it only 11? Yep. Yeah. We haven't counted like the, the first mini campaign or session zero though, so. No. Session 11 of actual play in this campaign. Um, when we last left everybody, let's see, uh, Cull had a rash on his face and was working in an ice mine somehow. Um, everyone else was at Groden and Faraday's where McCarthy was making a kick-ass breakfast and not helping the investigation. Um, and Riju was stealing their jewelry. Uh, Nelfonso Clay was going through their papers and we had just turned on the glow lights on the way down to the basement, if I recall correctly. Does that sound out right to everybody? Yep, just about. All right, then let's draw our first sooth card and get started with, oops, that is the wrong camera. I'm too big. Ah. <laughs> too much of me. Whew. Don't need to, no one needs to see that. Our first card uh, of the evening is the assassin. So I think um, we will, hold on, that's an adept. What does adept mean? Uh, play another card in the next Yeah, song. absolutely is. All right. Move right along to the mysterious rune. On green of the secrets family that means things are better for secrets yes it, it, it yes it does so um let's start with the basement uh who is who's all going down to the basement i was leading that charge wasn't i yeah read you had turned on the lights right i believe yeah yep yeah, and Alfonso Clay was heading down. McCarthy's still cooking, I think. <laughs> Maybe starting the the long process of cleaning. Teaching Hester how to not, you know, give people foodborne illness by using finger knives instead of actual knives. Oh, yeah, that's, yeah. yeah. that's important. So, uh, read you. Heading down to the basement, um, you the house is fairly mundane still in the basement. Like the basement's not huge. There's some things down there. There's some, you know, some shelves of like random things. There's some bunch of boxes in the corner. There's some preserved foods. There appears to be a couple of barrels that uh, by the smell and the fact that um, this there's like a, a clean circle around them uh, probably is uh, yesterday all special. Aging in the basement. Um, what are you going to do down there? We're going to look for anything suspicious and okay. or expensive. Suspicious and or expensive. Well, the, the giant barrels of alcohol are potentially expensive, but they're also big. 
I have three hands. That is true. You do have three hands. Don't tempt me. <laughs> um, but I think just looking around, you are not going to see anything out of the ordinary in the basement. There is, like I said, normal, normal sort of house things. They have preserved food. There, there's some boxes of like old clothing, uh, some old, maybe some old books. But there's basement certainly no vibes. like. Pardon me. Basement vibes. Yeah, but like very mundane basement vibes. Very kind of like basic. There's no creepy ritual circles. There's no, you know. Ice transporting portals. There's nothing like that. Luckily for you, the glow lights are distributed such that uh, there isn't really any massively shadowed areas of the basement. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not like we're bright, but there's not like the spooky back corner or anything like that. Are there any other doors to anything else? There are not. Any other window? Like, is it the kind of basement that has like, you know, those windows that are like on the, like a ground level on the... No window wells. It's it's almost more of a, like a storage cellar that is sort of dug in. It's not, it's not big. Hmm. Well, this is uneventful. It, it does appear to not be terribly interesting, unfortunately. No sense of magical workings down here at all? Hmm. Um, roll for that. <laughs> Um, could I use the non-conventional magic? Or the I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you a bonus for it. You don't have to if do anything. That's a thing. Yeah, if, it, if there's a thing. If that's a thing. Okay. Um. Roll for initiative. Um, there is, there is some magical residue in the basement. Um, it's not too much, but it does remind you of sort of the feeling that you had when you were under the, the whammy as we are calling it. (laughs) It's not like it's not actively happening, but there's you know lingering traces of whammy, if you will. Mm-hmm. Can I like follow those traces to somewhere? Like, is it a trail? It's not, it's not really it's a trail. Just like it's a... more of just like a uh, an aura of whamminess. I wish we could think of a better word for here. that, but <laughs> it's more like something was here and now it's yeah. not. Yeah, exactly. We should relay that information to whoever is present. 
Hester will, will peek her head sort of down the door and, and say, so why are you still going around down there? Someone was, you know, don't hang out in that. Jeez. Alfonso clearly looks around and glances up at Hester and over to read you. And says, you know, she does have a point. Um, maybe we should either light it up a little more or, I don't know, it seems kind of a bad idea to root through dark boxes if we don't know what's in them. And there's apparently residue of what happened. That just means we have to figure out where it came from. There's nothing else that you can sense in here. Can I do it again? Can I look harder? <laughs> I have anything that I really so like. uh, what is your actually what is your family? Your family is mysteries. You had a plus one from understanding non-conventional magic. I think in because you're sort of sensing it in isolation now, it's not related to you. You can sort of separate your own experience from it. And there's nothing else that has, you know, this basement is otherwise completely boring. You actually are able to get a sense that this magic is not from Indigo. It's what? So to answer the question of where did it come from, the answer is not here. Hmm. While you while you ponder that, let's check in with Pondering. Cull. So Cull, you have brought up one sledge of ice. And giving yourself a face rash. Yep. But you also figured out how they sort the radiovis ice from the regular ice, which is they let it melt, or at least some of it. It does seem like the ice house is storing both mundane and magical ice. And the radiovis ice is in the red door, and the blue door is regular ice. I mean, you're making assumption, but that does seem to be what you what you would have, would have found. Yes. Um, I have to bring up four sludges of ice. You do. Well, I mean, you don't. That's what you were contracted to do. Whether you do it or not is up to you. <laughs> Am I getting paid? I can't remember. Uh, yes. But like not a lot. I think I'm going to look for the uh, kind of best opportunity to just pass through that red door. Okay. So it is the middle of the day. People are still sort of busily moving around and doing stuff. Um, you'll have to. Well, are you just going to walk in there? Like, are you? What, how are you going to? do whatever it is you're going to do. Um, I think I'm going to kind of lower my head 
as I'm pushing the empty sledge and I'll just pretend to take a wrong turn, you know, just, just turn into the room. Like I'm meant to go in there. And then if anyone asks, Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay. So you're not so much skulking your, your, I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be here. Yeah. Can you please roll? Um, that's tricky. Either movement or interaction. I think I'll, I'll leave it up to you. Movement, I guess. Okay. Six with one from movement. Okay. Um, you are able to get into one of the rooms that is uh, not currently having people go in and out of it. Um, you sort of wait until everyone has that exact moment where they're doing something else and just quietly step through uh, the door. Inside, you see a storage area absolutely filled to the brim with rid of a size. It is like, there is clearly, <clears throat> the room is set up to hold so much. There's nice sort of like um, uh, scaffolding almost to hold levels of it. And that scaffolding is full. And like the hallway that is up next to the scaffolding is full. And in fact, the, the, the door to the room barely opens. There's probably enough room just to get a sledge in here to start unloading the ice. But the room is packed beyond capacity, you would say, even with rid of a size. Is there like a, a good sized chunk I can take and stick into my no spaced pocket? Uh, you'd have to break one of the chunks in, into, into pieces. They are, they are, a, well, we said they were like, what, six by six, something like that, cubes? And it, okay. That, that seems like it might be risky. Uh... You also, um, because it's not really, it's sort of obviously there, there is some paperwork uh, on a, like hanging on sort of like a nail by the side of the scaffolding. I'm going to take that. Taking and... it or reading it? Uh, taking it to read at a time when I might not be caught somewhere I shouldn't be. Absolutely. You take the papers I... off of the hook. They have yeah. a, yeah, they, they have, they're clearly meant to be hanging there. Like they're not just like shoved through a nail. Like there's a little like uh, grommet or something on it to hang onto it. And you uh, stow that. And can I just brush my hand over one of the pieces of ice and refill my sorcery? It will take um, it'll take a little bit of time. It's not an instant refresh. You need to concentrate on it. Um, and I believe it. Huh. So the, the piece of ice that you had before refilled one of your sorcery benets. Yeah, this is it. a giant piece. It is. Um, how many sorcery benet are you going to try to refill? Four. Four. 
okay. That's just like four little pieces. That's not the, not a lot. Um. Okay. Um. I so, think someone is. I think I just heard a car park. Um, okay. So I'm going to go AFK, and I might be back. Oh, yeah. Might be back shortly, or slightly less shortly. It won't be long either way. All right. So, uh, we'll just let uh, we'll just keep going. It's a little bit early, um, and I will fill him in when he gets back. Um, while Cull is just stealing ice out from under the noses of people who are mining it, um, let's go back to the house and figure out what y'all are doing next. Are you going to keep skulking in the basement? Uh, you going to try to? Do more with the magic. Go somewhere else. What? What are you? What are your thoughts? Do any of us have any ways to make like light sources? Not right now. <laughs> Maybe if I picked up another aggregate, but I haven't yet. <laughs> Wait. The so the the lights are the lights like attached. To the wall, yeah. So, are they like uh, sconces? Like, what? What? The way these sort of relatively cheap lights work is someone with a affinity for crystal will come and effectively grow a line of little crystal outcroppings, and when you brush them, they light up uh, just gently. But it's all sort of one long, mm. one long right. vein of crystal. Um, so you can't really like break it off. But you you can. Well, uh, but it, mean, it will no longer. Yeah, have a lot of light. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I don't know offhand whether anyone has a light source anyone... magic. Yeah. No. Now, having said that, um, if you were to find any source of magical knowledge, light cantrips are pretty basic. So it wouldn't be difficult to learn one. The only reason that I... I'm going to say that you all don't just immediately know one without any ever having to do it, is that you all live in Saturine where you don't really need to do it because there's etheric light and the light sources and it's very like industrialized. It would not be an uncommon thing for many people to know. Are any of the boxes like are the boxes labeled? Um, no, they're just like they're, like they're more crates than boxes. Honestly, they they seem to have maybe leftovers from when uh, Groden and Faraday, or well, Faraday probably moved here. Mm, okay, so there's so old, yeah, old stuff. So nothing looks like it might have like records or papers in it necessarily. I think that you see. I mean, if you want to tear apart the basement, you might find stuff, but I, from what, from without sort of doing a lot of effort, I'm not going to give you just something. Okay. Um, Nafonsukle sighs and says, well, we need to find something. Um, let's just, let's just try to carefully um, move things over. And Nafonsukle wants to like drag uh, a crate that 
maybe looks like it doesn't have clothing or something in it. I don't know. <laughs> uh, over like underneath the edges, like towards the wall. So it's the light from the crystals is shining like kind of <laughs> like right underneath the crystal. Okay. And then he's going to open it up. So as a quick reminder, you did already find something. You did find papers here already that showed that the ice house was losing money. Yeah, but like evidence is good. Like more, more stuff is good. So. Okay. Um, do a. Hmm. Uh, roll on. intellect I will use a Vinny for that six okay seven um and up your character sheet what you are visions family okay so in one of the boxes that um, is sort of more, more junk than anything, you find a little wrapped up, uh, a little wrapped up bundle that is significantly less dusty than everything else in, in the box, which is why you notice it. And uh, it's a, it's sort of a, a cloth bound thing tied up with a piece, of, with a piece of, of twine, but you can't see what it's in it until you open it. You just, it doesn't look like it belongs with the rest of the box. Mm -hmm. uh, he's going to carefully, hang on. Alphonsoclea is going to look over to Riju and ask, can you do sense anything weird at all from whatever this might be? Do you have to roll for that? Uh, no, it is a, so there is something magical in the bundle. Mm. It is unconventional magic. I mean, to, actually, to be fair, in Alphonsoclea, you could probably sense that too. Mm. Okay. Um... Okay, Ree's going to just carefully open the bundle. <laughs> Inside the bundle is a small, somewhat crude carving uh, of wood of a rattlesnake. Would it be anything that uh, we would recognize with magical lore knowledge? Uh, ooh, okay. Um, so it was a rattles, rattlesnake. A rattlesnake. Or... Okay. Uh, roll intellect on it, but it's not likely. But we'll we'll see. Just in case you you roll spectacularly well. I'll use another Benny for that because sure. You do not recognize. 
you do not recognize anything about it. <laughs> I look at it. Uh, yeah. Uh, I, so right now it is currently. Because it could be expensive. Uh, it, it is roughly carved wood. It's not going to get you any money. I don't know that. I um, probably sell it. So I'll also note that right now. Um, Nathalie Clay, you are holding it. You, you we were sort of oh, camera. Where's my camera? <laughs> it's right there. Yeah, I have my okay. So you're holding it in your hand, and so it was sort of there. You you've undone it and unwrapped it. You have not yet actually touched it. I'm going to point out. No, he doesn't want to actually touch it. Okay, <laughs> he's a little like skeptical about like touching things right now um uh so he says i don't really recognize what this might be i can tell it's magic but i don't really know what kind um well it's i don't i really don't want to dig through anything else down here in this very dark basement let's take it upstairs maybe hester or mccarthy might recognize something all right you bring the carving upstairs and uh, I just gonna put it on the counter and ask them, like, what is? I just, sorry, I should be narrating. Uh, I should be asking you to narrate these things. Nafonsa <laughs> yeah. uh, returns upstairs, and I'm assuming are these are, are they still in the kitchen? Uh, McCarthy. Uh, no, I think I think we uh, we probably have finished up uh, cooking and have plated everything, and it's uh, so we're in. Uh, if this place has a dining room, we are in the dining room. Yep, there's one off the kitchen. Sweet. Um, no, Fonsicle sets the uh, the carving carefully on the table and says, "Just don't, don't touch it." But do either of you recognize what this might be? I found it downstairs. It's definitely got some magical energy coming off of it, but I can't tell what kind. Can all three of you please roll perception? Mm. Tell him. Okay. So, McCarthy, you don't recognize it. Hester says, never seen it before. What is it? And uh, read you, Hester is lying. Of course. Of course, yes. Um, Riju will, uh, his eyebrow will, one of his brows will just slightly arch. He'll say, Oh, really? Yeah, really. At Hester's direction. What? I, I'm eyeball lady, not snake lady. I don't know what the heck that is. With all those eyes, you've never seen this before. I've seen a lot of things. I mean, like, 
who knows? I might have seen something before it, but I mean, I'm not, I've never been inside Gordon's house before. So, uh, no, they have a weird carving. I mean, it would be unfortunate. Like, me. It would be unfortunate if dishonesty played a part in uh, your, how much you get paid from our contract. Hester just shoots you a look and says, the contract was to stick around and help you, which I'm doing, not to Are you? you. She looks she looks aggrieved and points back at the kitchen and is like, we made you breakfast. Yeah. And now you're making falsehoods. Falsehoods. I don't know what you're talking about. You've seen this before. What makes you think that? Uh, will just like level his gaze at Hester like you know what I'm talking about girl <laughs> um, roll interaction to try to see if you intimidate. can actually... intimidate yeah. is that what you're trying to do intimidate okay uh, yeah but, uh, you know, the... um, I mean let me see No, I guess I don't have anything to like. Nothing to help me. Um, that would be a good skill for you to take, though. It would seem to fit. What intimidation? Yeah. Well, just now I did advance. Well, no, I didn't advance, but I picked up another forte thing. Um, but I don't think it's going to help. I don't know if it would help. Right word, right ear. Um, okay, uh, I will let you cast that if you want for this, but you'll have to, you'll actually, you know, rolling with it, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's do it. Okay, spend your sorcery. The right word to the right ear. And the, okay. that's just a roll or no? Yeah, yeah, you have to roll for it. Oh my God, roll for initiative. Uh, so eight plus four is a pretty good roll for that I think so and she'll kind of sigh and fidget and say I mean fine I mean I just so there used to be a you might say a cult around these parts that she sort of gestures at it. That was their icon. It doesn't, I, I didn't, I don't think they're still active. I don't think it matters. You, st- you, st- you sometimes find these things around because they were in this area. It's, it's probably not relevant. Probably. Can you guarantee that? No, I'm not a seer. I don't know. But I, I'm 
wasn't aware that they still were in this area. But yes, fine. I've seen something like this before. You got me. You know. If you've seen it before, though, and you think it's not really relevant to what's going on now, why did you lie about it? <sighs> Maybe that cult and I don't have the best history. No, Ponsicle just kind of raises an eyebrow. <laughs> Look, if this, you didn't ask my, about my past, and I don't feel inclined to share it. I don't, this is a job. You're paying me. That doesn't mean you get to know everything about me. Well, what if it I'm not saying we have to know the... everything about you, but, you know, relevant for me. We don't know what is or is not relevant in this whole shadow centipede thing. I mean, listen, that's your mystery. I'm here to keep you safe. That's what you're paying me for. To do wards, to not to, you know, mess in your fancy in research. I want nothing to do with the Vancian College in point of fact. So I missed here because, oh, I don't know. I feel somewhat responsible for your friend there. She points at McCarthy. Mm. Oh, by the way, there's a quick pickle salad in this bowl and feel free to serve yourself. It's a, uh, we got a modified chilaquiles. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I just, they had so much pork. So I had to, I felt like I needed to add some pork. Uh, although that's not traditional to the dish. Nastrius looks at you like, oh yeah, you, you're still not really in this thing. And <laughs> just it, it, it kind of throws her for a second. Oh, and what kind of cult? Are we talking like a demon cult or a dark god cult or like maybe a fake conspiracy or something? <sighs> he sort of shrugs. I don't even know what the thing is was that they worshipped it's the actuality is a complex place you know it's all sorts of weird things Hester sort of awkwardly takes some food and starts eating <laughs> Anyway, uh, Tracy, you are muted. I love how my microphone's fine like all day and then crashes twice after we start our session. <laughs> um, Nafonsica looks over to McCarthy and says, how, how much of their food stores did you use for breakfast? Like, should should we should probably oh. leave them some money or something uh yeah i did i did like add things if i ran out of something then i added it to they've got like a list uh that seems to be the grocery list on the on the ice box so you know i added things that i ran out of yeah we should probably leave some money Oh, and I also made two extra plates for them and left them in the oven, like at a at a low temp, just to keep them warm. So that'll be a nice surprise for them when they when they get home. Or terrifying. 
Hester just looks at you like, that's nice, but that's weird. And with her mouth full, she says, anyway, I mean, I would wrap up the rattlesnake queen icon and just put it back where you found it. I'm, I'm sorry. Nefonsically just blinks a few times and says, did you, did you say rattlesnake queen? Yeah, that's what they called it. Hmm. Huh. Interesting. Like, okay. Uh, and what kind of cult was this? Like, like sorry. Just sort I, of I, I, shrugs. Demon? I don't think it's a demon. I just, there's, uh, you can't tell me you run around in Saturine and never run into things that are just like completely weird and unique. No, I'm not saying that, but well, this is a place that seemed relatively, you know, mundane. And apparently they have a history of worshiping a rattlesnake queen here. I mean, Astria just shrugs. Just apparently, everyone's everything's everywhere's got something. I mean, else why would you build a town there? And how long ago was this cult active? I don't know. I'm not a historian. <laughs> you just said that you've had like interactions yeah. with them, so well, I assumed I... that you would have some sort of <laughs> having run across a couple remaining cult members and have gotten in maybe a fight. I don't know. Nafonsakli just does a kind of like back off motion with his hands. It's like, okay, okay, I'll stop asking. Anyway, they're bad news. So I would not, she sort of gestures at it, like, I we shouldn't. We should probably put that back. So, do you think they're? And Rue gestures at the the house, kind of in its totality. Do you think they are worshippers? Sort of looks around. I mean, I wouldn't know, but don't see any snake shrines or motifs or you know snakes i can't well, say i'm an expert like i can't i can't rule it out but i i well i don't i don't have any interaction or history with this cult you do and assumingly one does not often you know given the nature of the definition of cult People don't often go around advertising it publicly and decorating their homes with it. Yeah, I suppose that's a good point. I mean, I don't know. I got in a fight with some of them once. That's about all I know. Okay, I guess you you really think we should just put it back? There's. Do you want to deal with something called the Rattlesnake Queen? I don't. Fair. I suppose it's fair. 
we do have enough problems as it is. Anyway, did you find what you were all you were looking for here with your research? Well, we did find a few. Um, do you are are you familiar with um, Good Person Bristol by any chance? Um, no, I mean yes, fine. It's one of the people in town. <laughs> I mean, like I know that they're in town. I don't know them. I've heard their name. I know where they live. Almost all of their like high level books here, I guess, if you want to say it that way, are are from Good Person Bristol. I don't oh, I know. Oh, well, that makes sense. Does it? I mean, I don't I don't know who Good Person Bristol. Oh, is. uh well, you see um <laughs> Bristol well, their house is full of books. They, they, um, I don't know why, but in a fairly, okay, fine. You know what? Y'all are giving me the third degree here. And when I go to a town, I survey things. I scout it out. That's what these are for. She points at the eyeballs. And I learn things. I, and then it makes me seem suspicious to people. And this is why I, this is why I never get involved and don't help people. It's ridiculous. Bristol lives in town, has a lot of books. That's what I know. Like more okay. books than everyone else in the town put together. Are they a librarian? Uh... No, I mean, I don't know, probably not. It doesn't seem to be a library. It seems to be like just, they have a lot of books. Well, okay. Um, yeah, otherwise we've found some other information and we should we should probably leave um, given, is McCarthy's the kitchen clean? Oh, uh, no, not, not really. Um, I, I can go work on that. That's that's cool. Um, you just yeah. told me before I went downstairs in the basement that you knew how to clean a dish, McCarthy. Yeah, yeah, and I clean as I go mostly, but you know, there's there's always a few like there's a couple of pans that are not clean that'll need to soak for a little while, and if nobody else is going to get down on this on this quick pickle salad, I does anybody anybody want any quick pickle salad. I'm very proud of this. As for, as for just like gets eyes and says, oh, sorry, go ahead. And, and takes them. Just kind of brusquely scoops them on the plate. At this, Hester gets up and it's like, I should have asked for more than two mage coins. And she goes back to the kitchen. <laughs> and you hear the sounds of tidying. If I have some pickle salad, can I refresh a pool? Uh, yes. In fact, you can all refresh a pool Ooh. for breakfast. Breakfast pools. That didn't sound good at all. Um, <laughs> so McCarthy uh, was so nice to cook for everybody. Everybody who ate gets gets pool refresh. 
It would be weird if the rattlesnake queen like was the uh, was like the uh, the the power in this in this area. Like it seems like the right area. It would be weird if the rattlesnake queen was like the indigenous power in this area uh, before people got here and was the person who kept uh, Baylock. Yes, Baylock uh, uh, at bay. Um, and now that people have stopped worshiping the rattlesnake queen, maybe that's how Baylock got out. That'd be cool, right? Anyway, I'll go help clean. <laughs> and uh, in surprisingly little time, um, the kitchen is is pretty clean. The eyeballs do a good job of nudging things into arms reach when they need to be washed, for example. And you know, closing cupboard doors and stuff. They obviously can't pick anything up. Although two of them at one point do try to pick something up, sort of between the two of them, and it just like it's wobbles. And Hester looks at them and just sort of shakes her head, and they go back to not doing that. It's a good image. All right. So you're all still there. You have refreshed pools. Uh, uh, on the table is the uh, the accounts and the unwrapped uh, wooden icon. Now, Fonsicle is going to wrap the wooden icon back up and decide to not tempt fate and take it downstairs to put it back in the crate. Okay. You are able to do that without incident. Oh, thank God. <laughs> What's the next move? So we're leaving the house? Well, that's up to you. I mean, you also, you successfully burgled it already, so. That's true. I am assuming that you're taking the jewelry, right? Duh. Okay. <laughs> oh, I don't think I... Oh, no. You should probably, uh, Martin, if you have you have not already, add the jewelry to your yeah, character sheet. Yeah, and... this is looking at... Well, I, I added it. I just didn't add the point for the, the value okay. <clears throat> yet. So it's a, it's a bucolic day outside. Now that you have had your brunch, wandered around town, it's warm, it's birds chirping, blue sky, it's a little too warm. I will bring back up the map for you. That is the wrong map. That is the right map. Mm -hmm. You are fairly close to the ice house if you want to check on call. Alternatively, um, 
yeah. Anything else you want to do is also up to you. Maybe we should go find him. Was he going under, I don't know, open or false pretenses because we might mess up whatever he's doing if we... Wait, do you actually know that he went to the ISOs? He went to go. No, I don't think we do to, know. Yeah, you went to go talk to oh. uh, uh, Faraday, right? Yeah, I don't. We don't know he's there. <laughs> so. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense then. Um. All right. Given that it is eight o'clock, uh, let's take ten, and I will go check on Ben and see what we're doing after that. Okay, Dan. Uh, I will stop the recording in a minute when I get to Ben's computer. So, um, meanwhile, back in the ice house, uh, Cull, you have, um, you push your fingers up against the block of ice and with a thread of concentration are able to uh, absorb the magical energy of it. You leave some, some nice fingerprints finger indentations are right in the, the otherwise perfectly leveled off and shaved cube of ice where your fingers are touching it. Um, but you are able to refill uh, for sorcery. Thank you. Are you doing anything else with the ice. I don't think chipping off a block is a, a good move. Well, the ice already has very clearly been tampered with already because you have a big indent in it. So you're not going to tell them anything they don't, they don't already know. No. Okay. You're not gonna take any to share with the rest of the rest of the of your friends. They just got their pools refreshed. They're fine. Okay. Jeez. So, um, what are you gonna do now? Then you're in the you're in the ice room. It is cold, which right. is weird because the ice obviously doesn't need to be kept cold, but like they keep the entire building cold anyway. Presumably for the mundane ice. Excuse me. Um, I think uh, I'm going to go do my my job. But before I get in it, I'm going to read those papers. Okay. Um, you take the papers back out of your pocket and look at them. They are a waybill. 
saying who this ice is for and when it's going to be picked up. You got one guess as to who it's for. And when's it going to be picked up? Tomorrow morning, just before dawn. Okay. Uh, from from the depot, I guess? Indeed. So then I'm going to file that information away. And hopefully when I next deliver a thing, I'm going to put that back where it came from. Well, you're still in the room with it. No, I, I left. I left oh, to you? go. Yeah, because I didn't want to read it in there in case I got caught. Okay, so you took it, took your points of the ice, then left the room and read it where? Where I'm supposed to be chipping ice. Okay, so you went back into the caverns to, to read it. Um, in that case, we need to rewind a little bit because on the way back down to the caverns, you are going back down on your own this time. Because um, previously the uh, the other person was with you and she sort of showed you the way through. Um, this time, you are on your own. And as you make your way sort of down the uh, the eighty foot drop into the into the caves below town, the there's a pillar of ice that you noticed on your way in the first time, or rather it was there on your way in the first time. Coming down a second time without uh, your chaperone, you notice that three sort of faces form out of the ice uh, as you reach the bottom of the mine shaft. And they are watching you. Cole's going to watch them back. They, the, the three giant faces just stare at you. Let's <laughs> say, and? They say nothing. That's what I thought. A icicle slowly, slowly grows out of the column and points back towards the way that you went in the first time. Not like not back up the the shaft, but so it's directing you back towards the the room where you were chipping ice. Because there are many other paths you could take, but it is it, it points effectively pointing you back where you should be going. Helpfully, or like snidely <laughs> it is hard to read the expression of three giant faces made of ice uh, yeah I guess so the expression you might say might be just cold mm. then call will just yeah yeah and just keep going <laughs> okay um, within a few minutes you are back Back in your ice chipping room, I'm assuming you took a sledge back and everything. And yeah, okay. Well, ice is still here. It's still hard to work at. Gonna get chipping. All right. Um, 
please roll physicality. You don't need to spend it necessarily unless you want to. I think I'll hold on for a minute. Yeah, when I tell you to roll something, it just if you want to spend a thing, it'll be from that pool. You are not never obligated to spend it. Mind to run at that. Okay. Uh, maybe you're getting the hang of this. The second time around is a bit easier. Uh, after about only about 30 minutes of chipping the ice this time, you're able to get another decent-sized block off. I will long step that up too. Spend your sorcery. Wait. Wait a minute. Why do I have to spend sorcery for long step but not no space? You do have to spend it for no space. It's oh. two to two uh two sorcery a day. Oh, a day. Okay. Then yeah. I'll long step that and then look around. Is there anyone else here? Um the woman who showed you through the first time like makes a big production of checking her watch when you come up and just sort of rolls her eyes says, wow, you're going to be here all day. He's just going to go mm -hmm, and just start walking away. He's not going to do that though. He'll just think it. All right. So uh, you successfully haul another sledge of mundane ice out of the caverns. This is boring and grueling work. Yes, it is. All right, back at uh, Groden and Faraday's house, uh, have we come to a decision about where, well, what or where, what we're doing and where we're going at this point? All of the above. Can we see the map again? We can see the map again. So we are at uh, Groden and Faraday's house. Yeah, and the last thing that know. we knew, yeah, the last thing we knew was that Cole was going to try to cut off Faraday Mismade, so we don't know that he's at the Ice House now. That's right. Um, and... Like, we could try going to the mayor's office just to see what the mayor has to say kind of about the general things going on in Baylock and the whole ice situation. Yeah. What do you all, all think? I'm, I'm into that potential room for um, adventure. Fucking with authority. What? <laughs> I'm not familiar. Uh, I think maybe mayor's office, but that's also like the only place we haven't really been. Well, there's Norin Chase house, but also Bristol's house is on that map. Uh, yeah. Hmm. Uh, hmm. Bristol is the person who loaned uh, Groden and Faraday those books. Is that that is correct? Yep. Right? Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're the the book person. There's also the Ice Bristol. House, which you haven't investigated, and you don't know that 
call has gone there either. So, right, there wouldn't be anything that would be like, oh, we should go over there. Yes. Well, in general, like it is kind of suspicious, just like overall. Um, but yeah, uh, we yeah we could go and see what we could go and see what Bristol knows. Like what kind of relationship Bristol has with Gordon and Faraday mm. to see if Bristol knows anything about any aberrant behavior or anything like that. What do y'all think? I'm up for it. Let's do it. Do yes. it. Do it. Dan, what do you think? Uh, yeah, that works for me. All right. I assume McCarthy's still just kind of vibing. <laughs> yeah. Hanging out. How long does that last? Again, like the... Forever. It mean, lasts on me for a while. Because it's different, like a different effect for McCarthy, for them, right? Than it was for Riju. Uh, no. No, McCarthy is particularly uninterested okay. in a bookcase in Groton's, uh, right. in Groton's back room and also in investigating what's going on. Okay, I thought there was like a difference in like the duration type thing or something like that. You have not it determined any sort of duration. McCarthy was successful in removing it from uh, Riju. Right, and had like gotcha. some awareness, a little bit of awareness before. Um, you took over. All right, so uh, you all make your way over to uh, Bristol's house. Hester is able to guide you quickly uh, through the town, seeming to either know where everything is or have um, a bird's eye view, a disembodied eyes view, I guess. Um, and with it, within not too long, you are outside good person Bristol's house. It is... Uh, sort of larger than the other houses in the area, but it's not sort of taller. Like uh, Groden and Verde had a nice two-story house in the basement. This is just a single-story house like most of the rest of the buildings. It's just a bit bigger than the rest of them. Um, there is at least one window that you see that is entirely, the inside of the window is just entirely books. You can't see actually in, you just see book spines up against the window. Wait, the book spines are up against the window? I no, mean, I was like too. yeah, <laughs> somewhat. Uh, they, they've been stacked. So you can see like some of the book titles. Some of them are organized. They're just, there appears to be stacks of books blocking at least one window. Okay. Does it no, appear? Yep, go ahead. That anyone's there? Uh, honestly, it's hard to see inside. Mm. And I don't think any of us know any other information about Bristol other than what Hester told us, right? Yeah, because we haven't heard any other rumors or anything. Uh is going to go up and knock on the door. Um, you hear um, some, some noises from inside. And then there's a, a, like a thump and someone curses and then yells, just a minute. And uh, 
not too long afterwards, uh, someone opens the door. Um, this person is uh, wearing a white shirt and a black vest. They are forgoing the town long black coat special, but they have otherwise sort of the same sort of thing. They're wearing a top hat and three pairs of eyeglasses. Like at the same time? Jonas only at had, the same time. Goodman Jonas only had two, right? That's certainly right. This person has three. And they look down their nose at you through all three pairs of eyeglasses and say, hello, can I help you? Nelfonsically blinks a moment at the triplicate of eyeglasses that receives and says, hello, we're... Um, we're researchers from the Vantian College, and we've heard that you are one of the most knowledgeable people in town. And we had a, we were wondering if we could ask you a few questions. And we looked over to one of the windows that is full of books, as as you seem very well well read. Uh, the person preens a little bit and says, "Well, yes, I do like to think of myself as being the most well read person in Yestervale." good person in Bristol at your service and they bow at the waist and hold their their top hat and also uh, have to catch one pair of glasses as it almost falls off their face before straightening back up and saying and from from uh, researchers you say well how exciting yes we're here to uh, research the unique export that we've heard that Yestervale has the uh, the Redivivus ice Ah, uh, there has been some trouble with that recently, is my understanding. It's unfortunate that you have come at this time. It seems perhaps unlikely that you'll be able to... Well, no matter. Uh, please come in. And they usher you inside. The inside of the house is just a, like, disaster of books. There is. There are books on the chairs. There are books on the table. There are books on the floor. There are books wedged inside of other books, and there are also books like on the shelves as well. Um, and it's sort of circled around this giant, overstuffed chair, whereupon uh, multiple piles of books are sort of at the foot of it. And with a uh, with a sort of a contented sigh, a uh, good person Bristol hops and sort of plunks himself back onto the chair as if they're holding court over this, this giant mess of books. And they adjust their second set of eyeglasses, which is difficult because they have to sort of dodge the first and the third and say, well, how can the learned good person Bristol, Bristol uh, help you in more detail beyond the ice? Uh, the ice is sort of, uh, I mean, you might be able to find something about it in my extensive collection. However, I don't know much about it myself. Uh, I see. Well, um, how long have you been living here in in Yestervale? Uh... Uh, well, you see, I was born here and this town is a bit... The people are wonderful and good-hearted, but it is a bit provincial, so I took it upon myself to get myself educated. I traveled to Saturine for many years and have, uh, once I had exhausted the knowledge in Saturine, I came back home to 
spread my learning around like the beneficent person that my mother taught me to be. Amazing. Uh, yes, so I can see why one would want to broaden their horizons from this place. Not that it isn't lovely, but you know. Of course. Um, so yes, like I said, we're looking to do some research here. Um, yes, it's it's rather unfortunate you don't have, uh, you see, you don't have a lot of knowledge about the ice. That's, yes, that it is rather unfortunate. And Nelfonso just sort of looks off to the side. It's, you know, I had assumed as the most well most most learned person in town that you'd be able to answer some of our questions for the for the college. Well, I mean, perhaps. What what questions did you have specifically? And Naponsicle just sort of steeples uh, wrist fingers for a moment and says, "Well, we were wondering what the uh, process was." Um, where the ice comes from, how it came here to how it was developed. Is, is it grown here naturally? Where does it go? The export process is something that the Vancian College is especially interested in because they would like to secure a, um, they would be interested in securing a kind of, you know, deal with this, well, city is rather generous, but town of Yestervale, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. if possible. Well, I can tell you that the ice is mined uh, in our, our very own caverns of Yestervale. It's sort of a unique formation out in the desert. The geology is just fascinating. Um, and the caverns seem to have this, um, perhaps not perpetual, but renewing supply of uh, various unusual types of ice. Uh, most of them, as far as I understand, are worthless. Uh, but regular, um, you know, ice that you or I would use normally, frozen water, the crystals of the gods, um, is mined there in a, in a renewing spring that seems to come from the rock. Uh, the unusual Redivivus ice that used to be available from the town also uh, grew there under um, some unusual cavern formations. It seems to be some sort of bizarre... A uh, reformulation device that is unique to Indigo. In fact, unique to this town, as far as I'm aware. Why did it stop the 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 ice? Why did it stop becoming available? Sorry, sir. You said you were a researcher. Yes. Right. Um, okay. Um, and. You're, he has you a are... speech impediment, and it's very rude to comment on ah, speech. My apologies. I, I am dreadfully sorry. Um, I, I'm not certain about the day-to-day the -day operations of the mine, unfortunately. Uh, I'm simply aware that uh, recently they seem to have um, made uh, the Rodivivus ice not available for sale, which was unfortunate. It was very useful to, to fill one's ice boxes and to uh, keep drinks cold during our, our long days, as it does not uh, melt under usual properties. Yes, somehow manages to keep things cold. It's quite, quite interesting. Unfortunately, it does not seem to be available anymore. Uh, as to the exports, um, well, that's uh, 
that, that's a very pedestrian concern, if you don't mind me saying so. Uh, my, my research is not into simple things like that. I, I care more about philosophy and natural history, not the mundanities of import-export. Natural history, you say? Well, absolutely. The indigo and indeed the entire actuality is filled with a wide variety of interesting and unusual occurrences, phenomena, beasts, magics, cultures, musics. Really, it's it's a smorgasbord of intellectual stimulation. What would you say has been the most unusual thing that's happened in Yestervale recently? Oh, Yestervale. Yestervale, nothing interesting happens in Yestervale. That is why I brought this extensive collection here, you see. It's so quiet, I can focus on my reading. I suppose uh, they tried some, I heard that they tried some new recipe for uh, the moonshine. I mean, frankly, such <laughs> things are beyond me. I don't know why one would choose to limit their mind in such a way. Dull the senses. No, indeed, I prefer to get drunk on knowledge. And they they flourish a book. Oh. Uh, do you in your in your in your wide in your breadth of reading have you run into any sacred texts having to do with the um, the rattlesnake queen? A good person in Bristol's face darkens at this, and <laughs> they say, oh, "Of course, there it is." Just because our town has a less than stellar history with entities from, well, honestly, you would think that in this day and age, people will be able to look past the past. And it's part of our town that we do not like to speak of. It's not particularly interesting. Uh, many towns that you'll find in Indigo have had at one point or have currently uh, unusual local cults. And it is rather gauche to judge people from that area based on local ritual. Well, I think you're inferring judgment that I was not making. I'm, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a hobbyist in, in uh, niche religions and I heard it in passing and I thought it sounded very interesting. Oh, Bristol uh, seems a bit mollified by this and uh, you must understand most of the time when people ask about such things like that, they assume that we are a town full of uneducated bumpkins who have nothing better to do than to make up our own religions and dance around a bonfire at night, whispering at the stars about rattlesnake queens. I no, probably have a text on it somewhere here. Oh. Okay, if, uh, if, if you don't mind, I'd love to peruse your books and see if I can find anything about it. Mm, um, yes, uh, section 34, under the footstool. And they point sort of without looking and they point behind and sort of back over their left shoulder uh, into another room where you can see a footstool and a large pile of books under it. Cool, thank you. Cool. 
Riju and Afonsequay. Uh, sorry, McCarthy, are you going off to like get the book or get to look uh, through yeah, the books? I think I think that's what McCarthy's doing. All right. So the um yes, while you're I understand your disinterest in the uh mundanities of the exports there. The sort of logistics aren't, you know, aren't fun. Um do you know anything about the social cultural climate of the townsfolk at the moment and how the change in import export um the, the change in the import export situation has affected them oh they were going on about some interruption in something with the the uh with the ice house, frankly, I did not pay much attention to it. Um, but in terms of how it's affected the town, uh, they sort of drum their fingers on the chair and, and gaze off to the side for a moment. Well, now that you mention it, people do seem to be a little bit more on edge these days. More so than usual. Oh, indeed. Yesterday, all prides itself on its politeness and welcome, uh, welcoming to People of all stripes, provided that they are, in turn, polite and well-behaved. That uh, that seems in contrast with um, the angry mob we encountered the other evening. The angry mob? Pardon me? There was a mob. They came a, for us. A mob. They had pitchforks and everything. It was they rather... Had... Are you for? Are you serious? I do wish I was joking. It was rather cliche. First, first, the questions about the rattlesnake queen, and now you're saying that my that the people of this town attacked you with pitchforks. Oh, they didn't attack us. They tried to, though. They tried to attack you with pitchforks. Good person, Crystal, sort of frowns at you, and. Are you, are you trying to have a joke at my expense? I wish we were because it means we wouldn't have gotten attacked by an angry mob mm -hmm. or attempted to. Now, I don't know how they do things in, actually, I do know how they do things in Saturnine. I used to live there. However, I don't think it is very nice for you to come to my house and, and spread this slander about these pe people of Yestervale. I have, I grew up here. I have lived back here for several years. I have never once seen anyone in this town form a mob. How ridiculous. Which is why we're trying to, well, this is why it, it, it only recently came to our attention. As, as my colleague has stated, we are merely simple researchers from the Vantian College. However, this um, occurrence, um, is in um, um, it ain't right. Contrast. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's the word that I was looking for. I was like, what is the in contrast with what we um, uh, have come to know about the people of Yestervale? Indeed. And I suppose you have some evidence of this so called mob. Mm -hmm. 
McCarthy. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what's that? Oh, also, um, I was eavesdropping. Uh, you wouldn't be able to see any one form of mob because a mob is, by definition, more than one person. Yes, I'm well aware of what the definition of a mob is. Thank you very much. Okay. Uh, what? Uh, what's up now? Uh, would you be so kind as to explain to good person Bristol what happened the other night on your way home and uh, the, the mob situation? Uh, oh, yeah, I was, um, uh, I stopped at the Red Thistle uh, for a drink. And um, the, the, whew, the local stuff is hard, man, who it is gnarly. Anyway, I, um, Walked back to the Mist Mains, but about midway there, uh, some nice young people uh, jumped. They didn't jump out. They approached me and told me to get out of town and started throwing punches. Um, and then our friend Hester um, uh, came up and told me to run, and we did. And then we stopped at the Mist Mains where we're staying. No, it's, I've already said it. Um, and we formed a protective thing in the room to keep people out. And that helped to keep the gathering of multiple people out of the room who came with pitchforks. And I don't think they had torches, though. Um, but pitchforks, yes. Pitchforks. So... If I might be so bold as to recontextualize what you've just told me, you were in the bar getting, as the youth say, wasted nice. with some of the townsfolk. And when things got a little too rowdy for your city sensibilities, they chased you out. I hardly think one that's someone that's under the influence of uh, of the Yestervale brew and perhaps unused to it can be counted on for, as a reliable witness for things such as these, especially when it comes to the slander of the good people of this town. Is it really so hard for you to believe? It, indeed, it is. Did Hester come in here with us? Uh, Hester is actually, she did not. She is hanging out outside. Nice. <laughs> um, also, before we go too far, uh, McCarthy, could you please roll perception to see if you were able to find anything under the oh, yeah. uh, the footstand, footstool, nightstand, wherever it was? Uh, yeah, and I think they will spend a perception bene on that. Yeah, so that is an additional one to the roll. So four on the die and five with bene. Uh, I should have drawn a new card, so let's do that now just to make sure that I get the uh, correct what uh, benefits for your role. It is the driver. On blue. Um, McCarthy. You are of which family? Visions. Uh, visions, I think. Yes. Um, okay. So that is the Defender of Mysteries is drawn. Um, and you'd roll a four. 
Um, let's say that you were able to find um, a book called Entities of the Wasteland, but you have not yet looked through it. Um, okay, so uh, the, the, this line of questioning seems to be antagonizing uh, Bristol a little bit. Nefonsico says, well, there, they did cite to um, disperse after someone named uh, Goodman Henry, um, the, the leader of, of said group. Nefonsico explicitly avoids the word mob. Um, <laughs> the leader of said group uh, said that Goodman Henry was apparently not to be trusted, and they decided to honestly I'm not sure what happened to Goodman Henry they took him out in the streets and they left after they became very angry at him Goodman Henry Goodman Henry is a father of two and a lovely charming fellow I don't think I've ever heard him say an unkind word in my life I have no explanation for this. Um, I don't know the background of any of your good townspeople. Uh, anyway, you say that things have been a little more on edge. The townsfolk have been a little more on edge lately. That, and that that's is true. Since the import-export uh, situation. Um, have you heard about any of the personnel involved uh, in this situation? Um, we have done some inquiries uh, elsewhere. And somebody said there's somebody named Baylock who is receiving most of the exports at the moment. Uh, well, perception, all of you. Yes. Okay. Well then. That's like um, plus two for you as well. Yeah. Because yeah, uh, that's mysteries for Martin. So Martin's already at plus two. So that's an 11. Oh, wait. Sorry, Martin. Did you spend a. No, you didn't spend. Nope. But that's still a 10. Um, Martin, you recognize it immediately. Whatever, whatever was compelling you to not care about the bookcase is compelling Bristol to not know anything about Baylock or not to talk about Baylock. Mm-hmm. Because um, you sort of see the the verbal, mental, emotional swerve that happens 
the uh, person starts to answer. And then just as they are about to, they're like, oh, no, I don't know anything about Baylock. Uh, good person, Baylock? Good man, Baylock? I've never heard of him. Doesn't sound like he's from around here. We like to use our titles because we are a polite society. Do any of the rest of us notice anything? Like we know that Riju definitely does. Uh, Riju definitely does. Um, I think Nathansa Clay, judging by Riju's reaction and with your role, you can probably infer the same thing because I'm assuming Riju makes a bit of a face or something like that. <laughs> Could I use right word, right ear again? You can, but I will tell you that from knowing your own power, you don't think it would do anything because you wouldn't have been able to have convinced yourself with that. If that makes mm. any sense. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's not that it's not that he it's not that um, they don't want to tell you. It's that they cannot tell you. Hmm. Mm. Let's leave that there for a moment and yeah. go back to Cull. I, I can concoct something. So Cull, you are working your fingers to the bone, chip and ice in the mines. Are you just going to continue doing this all day? Try to fill your, <laughs> try to fill your uh, quota. Uh, I would be interested in uh, any other opportunities that might present themselves. Where are you going to look for opportunities? What are you going to try to like? Give me something more than that to work with. I'm going to look amongst the other workers and see if maybe there's someone who looks uh, dissatisfied with the situation. Okay. Um, where would you, if you were to find uh, this person uh, they would probably be out. Most people seem to be out in the yard, moving around ice and, and sort of like leveling it, as opposed to um, down in the mines. Or at least no one seems to be mining mundane ice like you are. So are you going to approach someone um, just out in the open? Do I get a lunch break? <laughs> uh, sure. Then uh, I'll make myself over to the uh, proverbial water cooler. Uh, most of the crew seems to have um, brought uh, brought food from from home, and they are all mostly hanging out um, in the shadow of the building. 
there's kind of this this space where you still get some of the cool from the ice house. It's but it's not so warm that it's out in the sun like the rest of the city. Like there's actually a zone of very comfortable temperature, but it's not very wide. And they're all sort of stretched out in a line there eating their lunches. I'm going to go and do the, uh, I think I'll call it the uh, high school car wash ploy. The high school car wash ploy. And, and what is that? He's just going to go and maybe he'll have uh, chipped off a little bit of just regular mundane ice. And he's going to, oh, it's so warm. And just, you know, rub it on the back <laughs> of his neck and try and see if he gets any uh he's fishing okay uh roll interaction don't forget also that you are doing this with a rash so you're not looking that great shit i forgot about the rash um you're kind of splotchy and non-judgmental people there yeah i mean they work in an ice mine i'm sure everyone's a little chapped None nearly as much as you, but fine. Damn. You're magically chapped. Magically chapped. Magical chaps. That's a different thing. I was going to say, that's <laughs> a different has a pair of, of those, too. Um, let's... Yeah, okay. Um, this is what? Am I wrong? Uh, interaction. I have persuasion. Do you? Plus persuasion, yes, you yeah. All right, cool. That's a seven. So you're on a seven and you're spending one from your pool, you said? Nope. Oh, okay, so you're on seven plus one from persuasion, um, minus one from your uh, rash thing going on. So seven. Just seven. Um, I do think one of the workers, you, you catch her watching you. That's all he needs. Okay, so... 100 people in the room. He's going to sidle up and uh, just say, hey, I'm, I'm Cole. She nods. Finish. Finish. That's uh, that's that's pretty. Are you are you local? She looks around and looks down at her uh, sort of black garb and says, "What gave it away?" Huh. I don't know. You could be uh, just passing through a stranger looking for some quick money on her way out to adventure. She sort of half smirks at you and says, oh, is that your story then? Not too far off, actually. Yeah, you picked an interesting uh, place to do some exciting work. Research, actually. Research, researching how to swing a pickaxe, huh? Yeah, it's uh, not my forte, but I'm, looks at I'm your learning. Chapped body and face. Uh huh. Seems like it's been pretty hard on you, actually. <laughs> Sorry. 
not rude. my that's rude not my greatest uh first day ever no are you temping for henry yeah uh henry is yeah not he, here uh goodwin henry didn't show up today oh oh <laughs> Uh, well, Obi is shocked with this revelation. <laughs> I dare you imply anything happened if it meant Henry. Uh, Cole will kind of cough and say, Yeah, I, I suppose I am. I'm actually was looking for information about uh, the, uh, the special ice here and thought maybe this could get me in the foreman's good graces. <laughs> Goodman Heyman? I don't think anyone's been in his good graces for the last decade. Yeah, I was beginning to wonder if he had any. No, I, I don't think so. Yeah, so, well, figured I might as well learn what I could. Meet some people, see what comes of it. She, she sort of waves, hi, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. So you staying here long? Uh, it's it's a bit of a fluid situation. Hopefully not. Yeah. Don't blame you. It's a, a nice place, but uh, not a lot to, to research here, really. Well, the ice is pretty unique. I suppose. I mean, it seems pretty normal, but I'm just, you know, used to it, I guess non-melting ice i mean not the weirdest thing no that's fair i've met much weirder things so uh you, on your way to saturine then i guess uh eventually yeah um but while i'm here you know might as well make the most of the trip what kind she of nods Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely, I definitely like going into towns and temp working at manual labor. That really, <laughs> that it's really an exciting trip for me. I know that's what I plan. Well, you know, I don't want to be like any other tourist. What's the point in that? Anybody can go check out the local waterfall or whatever. Like to see what it's like to live here a little bit. So, what do you think so far? Um. It is intense. Really? Well, there was a whole pitchfork-wielding mob last night. and uh, What? Really? Yeah. Um, out at the hotel. A, a mob. She mm, leans yep. over uh, her shoulder and uh, sort of yells, Hey, Hewan, did you hear there was a mob last night? And someone goes, what? Really? And I missed it? I take it there's not a whole lot of excitement day to day. Uh, well, you can drink yourself stupid. Uh, you can eat some food at Miss Maid's. Sometimes you go to the pig farm and knock them over. Or get them to chase us. Chase them. The pigs? Yeah, the pigs. 
we used to ride the train when like people just try to climb up the train and ride it. But since they put in the uh, the sort of thing where the, the tail, it doesn't really work anymore. People have fallen off, so you can't really do that anymore. Also, the mayor got real angry about it. So they were going to cut off the rail. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a it's a thrill a minute around here. Well, I mean, it sounds like there's some excitement with, uh, you know, Baylock. Oh, that fucker. Uh, so you've met. Uh, kind of hard to miss. <laughs> Why? How, pretend I'm just passing through. Oh, uh, the most puffed up, egotistical. Also, who the hell drives around with a carriage pulled by giant infants? Like, where do you even come up with that shit? That, where do you think you are? Like, definitely not here. It's like it's, it's a sort of some sort of weird satyrene high life stuff. Nope, that is definitely not a satyrene thing. I can I can ease your mind on that one. Oh no? Okay, well, he pretended it was. Oh. Uh it's, yeah, nope, that's new to me. <laughs> Yeah, okay, well. Uh, Giant infants, like, are they, like, like real? She, she stands up and, like, puts her hand over her head. Two of them pulling a carriage. Like, why, out of all the, was, was there something wrong with, like, gosh, I don't know anything else? But, uh, yeah, so, and he does... What what else does he do? Who is Bela? He comes in a town. We sell the ice too many leaves. That's it. Because it Thankfully. seems like people are a little. I don't want to say scared. Really? That puffed up a baboon. You don't talk like most of the people from here. Uh, yeah, my mom gets on me all the time. You talk like a proper lady, otherwise, no one's ever going to marry you. Which, I mean, frankly, thank goodness. And the, uh, I did notice, couldn't help but notice you didn't introduce yourself as good, etc. She She stands up and formally curtsies and says, good woman, finish at your service, my good sir. And it, it is an excellent, excellent example of the, the town thing. Like she's very good at it. She's just choosing not to care. Oh, don't, don't put on airs for, on my account. Just thought it would was strange. Uh, seems a lot of people here toe the company line. People don't get them wrong. They're they're a good sort. I, she sort of looks over her shoulder and and has has now like ushered you a bit away from the rest of the the lunch line. Like, look, they're good people, but it's boring, and most of them seem to like it. So I, I don't know. I'm bored. I don't feel like this is the way I want to spend the rest of my life. I'm just here to like save up enough, you know, orbs to leave. And how's that going? I, uh, she laughs. So I take it you haven't gotten paid yet then. Uh, I'm, I'm not entirely sure I'm getting paid to be fair. <laughs> yeah. That's, that sounds, that sounds like, like him. Uh, slowly is the answer. Right. Things don't cost that much out here. Which also means you don't get paid that much. That makes sense. 
why not look for something better like what steady blacksmithing? work blacksmithing the skills for that groban seems to be doing pretty okay uh, seems like it would it's not it doesn't speak to me you know and by the time i learn how to do it and get paid i don't want to don't want to take on an apprenticeship let us tie me here so what about you researcher you say that's interesting job traveling around finding out new things she puts her hand on your shoulder it has its uh upsides <laughs> but also occasionally its downsides oh was that that wasn't just that's not oh I tried to be fancy and it backfired. Oh, did you try to do... Can you do magic? Uh, I feel like I might be summoning a mob if I say yes. No, it's cool. Whatever. Okay, then yes. Yeah, it doesn't... It The, the ice messes with it. Ah, okay. Well, that was not covered in my notes, but good to know. Yeah, well, most of us can't so it doesn't usually make the health and safety briefing you know right yeah uh, i'm i'm with the vancian college Fancy. yeah sure she leans in a little bit closer so what are you doing after work tonight and we'll cut back to the other crew with that uh Good person Bristol. And at this point, good person Bristol has actually got up and sort of weirdly stuffily made you all tea. As if he has something to prove that even though you were rude, he has to now make you tea. It's it's weird. Like it's it's, it's the most passive aggressive tea you've ever had. <laughs> Not passive aggressive tea. Um what what flavor? Uh I mean, I would say orange pico, but it's like the generic, most, it's just generic tea. It's not, not even fancy tea. Um, when it's Rigi also way too hot the, for tea. When Rigi takes the tea from um, Bristol, uh, take the opportunity to like, like, touch them, like sort of inadvertently, like their their hands to make finger whatever. contact. To make finger, ooh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, and from that touch, can I sense the emotions? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, what you get off of good person in Bristol is superiority, irritation, a little bit of incredulity, and a little bit of confusion. I see. You don't see. So once the tea is served, uh, they they plop back on their chair and say, so other than import-export, which as we've already covered, is not my area of expertise as it is, frankly, you know, 
boring. What else are you researching? The ice? Well, I've told you what I know about that. Was Riju going for, you said you were going to concoct something for you. Have you concocted anything? I'm conflicted because like, I feel like I'm on the opposite end now because I'm not necessarily trying to convince Bristol that something is not true because it is true. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, McCarthy, you are still holding the book that uh, Bristol pointed you at, you assume. Yes, I think uh, I think while McCarthy is taking tea, they are they are not really paying attention to the conversation and are just sort of skimming through the book, looking uh, looking for things that are interesting. Um, hmm. The book is a bestiary of mm -hmm. various uh, things that are in this area of indigo, as well as a smattering of things that aren't from indigo that have been spotted, spotted in this area. Um, part of the way through, you notice that there is a section of pages that have been ripped out. Notably, you do not find any mention of either the Rattlesnake Queen or anything else that is directly related to your search right now. Instead of right word, right ear, could I use lend an ear? Or would it be like the same kind of situation? Again, uh, they are not unwilling to tell you things. They mm -hmm. are under affected yeah so they're reluctant it's that they are being uh they're they're being controlled in some way how do we get around that there's a few ways is going to ask good person Bristol if um, they're familiar with Goodman Jonas. Ah, uh, yes, Goodman Jonas, the only one of us who regularly makes it back and forth to Saturine. Nods, it says him and his his father before him and uh, his mother before that. Generations, there are there are link to Saturine, although. To some extent, it's a bit less important these days now that we have the rail line. Well, yes, I noticed he's we, still. Um, good. Yes, he. Uh, you know, he still uses his carriage to to travel all the way to to Saturine. Well, of course, the ice has um, a conflict with the uh, uh, the train. It doesn't. Doesn't they don't get along. We tried yes, it once. There were there were consequences. Yes, he he mentioned there were some uh, some bad results in that regard. 
Um, you say you've known them for, for generations, his, his family? Uh, yes. Well, I, they live in the town. I, 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 I knew his father when I was younger, although he unfortunately has passed to the pale at this point. Ah, uh, yes. Well, one can always arrange a visit with the right connections. Um, you know, death isn't quite permanent. Anyway, um, so yes, we noticed something interesting about Goodman Jonas. He seems to have canceled his uh, monthly maintenance for his carriage. And that seems a little concerning. Uh, Bristol strokes a non-existent beard and just nods. Um, well, that, that, that does make sense. Uh, from what I understand, uh, Goodman Jonas is no longer going to be making trips to Saturine. Oh, and it's in, in their entirety. Well, there's not much point to it now. With no ice oh, to due sell. To the the uh, import-export situation that you don't know much about. I mean, you hear things, but I don't know the details of it. But uh, I heard that Jonas, Goodman Jonas, was uh, sniffing around for potential alternate work, perhaps. Although I did suggest uh, that many of the other towns nearby still might uh, make use of his services to buy mundane ice if, if the carriage were to be retrofitted, to be insulated. Mm, and that course. doesn't concern you, the fact that the the main vehicle for um, this town's lucrative export is uh, compromised? No, I, why should that, that, that's, that's details of the exports that I don't need to care about. That you don't need to care about. That's right. Is there any like Like, is there not caring about the import-export situation, like, genuine disinterest? Or is it because any of that is related to Baylock? Uh, you suspect it's a little of column A and a bunch of column B. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah, Riju's going to, like, steal glances out no fun to play, like, this is... This ain't right. <laughs> no fonts play uh looks over at Riju and just does like a small nod. Um well yes, that, that does make sense, I guess, then that he would cancel his um his maintenance, I suppose, if he's not playing and going everywhere anywhere ever. Yes, if you if you talk to him I, again, please try to impress upon him that there are other towns nearby that, from my understanding, would happily buy uh, larger amounts of uh, of the ice for their own cooling purposes, uh, and he simply needs to to retrofit the carriage. And I have a book here somewhere about carriage retrofitting, insulation properties, and I think there's a Eric's Hound fur, and then you pack it tightly into a ball and you can sort of spin into a yarn then that is a regardless but that's such a momentous change in uh in occupation especially when you consider their family's been doing this for generations and to just stop that doesn't strike you as 
odd. I mean, that's partially why I encouraged him to do the uh, to stay in in the business. It's always going to be. Well, yeah. So, but we are in the middle of a rather warm climate, as I'm sure you've noticed. The ice isn't affected by that. Pardon? The ice isn't affected by that. Well, no, but there's still a call. So, why would that be a factor? No, what I'm trying to communicate is that uh, although the source of the unusual ice seems to have dried up, as it were, uh, the caverns still produce a significant quantity of regular ice. Which but is, nobody wants the regular ice. Well, many people want the regular ice. No, they don't. They don't? No. Why don't they want regular ice? They want the ice. Well, unfortunately, that ice is no longer for sale. And that's what we're here to find out. I see. Well, unfortunately, I am not able to help you with that. I don't know anything about that. I think you can. Oh, and how is that? You tell me. And Biju will fold his arms and lean back in the chair. (laughs) Bristol just looks confused. Perfect. Uh, McCarthy, while this is happening and you have flipped through the book and noticed nothing obvious beyond the missing pages, what uh, are you going to do? Uh, I think uh, McCarthy will say, well, my goodness, there is, y'all, there is a species of Nixie that is... um, local to the region that's like that's that is somehow managed to adapt to the drought cycle because they're they're you know they're water uh they're they're water living creatures and uh but you know it's it's hot out here it's we're in the desert but uh that's that's pretty cool would anybody like to see one i think i can summon one no okay uh oh by the way uh good person i did not i these pages that are missing Right, uh, let's see here. It looks like pages that are missing. Yeah, oh yeah. I did not do this, but there are there seems to be a small section missing from this book. Yeah, damage one of my books. Uh yeah, it is it is uh let's see here. Uh we got an entry for rattlesnake quadruped and then missing pages, and then there's rattlesnake uh what's after queen? Uh oh (laughs) quorum. That one. Yes, well, that was me. Oh, okay. I suppose I suppose if you're not here from some sort of oh, goodness, just a moment. And they get up and they walk over to a um a little table, like a, a actually it's the 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 footstool that was over it. It's actually a little drawer hidden under. It and they pull out the drawer and they sort of look at it and say, I could swear that those pages were in here. Just a moment. Uh, stay here. And they walk off into the further parts of the house, uh, muttering to themselves. 
the drawer is still open and there is there are pages inside of it. Uh, you I don't look at an iguana. I think you may you. I'm I'm just gonna look at these pages. I think maybe they <laughs> didn't see them. Oh, am I able to see them? Um, you are able to see that there are pages in the in the in the drawer. Yes. Okay. Um, I'm just gonna take a look at these. See if. They didn't even. They didn't even look at these. I'm just gonna look. Uh, as you walk over to the page, well, you walk over to the pages and pick them up. Um, and when you go to look at them, they have been torn out of a book, and they are intensely uninteresting. So you put them back in the drawer. Interesting. Okay. Ma, who knows where those pages are? You hear good person are still still shuffling around and moving things from further further inset into the house, but they are uh, Nelfonsa Clay and Riju. They do match the book that McCarthy is holding. They are the correct size. Nelfonsa Clay looks over to Riju and just raises an eyebrow and says, "I'm going to double check what's in the drawer," and rewalks over to look at the pages in the drawer. Uh, they are pages that are ripped out of the bestiary that McCarthy is holding. They uh, there is not a page on the rattlesnake queen, unfortunately. However, there is a page on something called the insidious. And I am going to put that in the chat for you now yes <clears throat> see if that works i'm gonna have to convert it to something more useful hold on p d f p d f Let me just actually convert that. That's not super useful. I thought it was going to give me a preview. Do I have it on my mm. prop list? Hold on. I don't. Just a moment. I got it. No worries. Hmm. Thank you. Oh my God. Hmm. I can't stand it. So you're still holding the page when 
uh, Bristol comes back. Who's uh, holding the page? All of us? Uh, Nothon Sinclair, I believe. Mm. Um, when Bristol is sort of, uh, you hear Bristol coming back from the other room. Uh, was they this have, the only page that was in the drawer? The rest of them appear to be blank. Okay. Um, Nafonsicle is going to assume that considering the whole, like, how the mind whammy thing seems to be working, that maybe a good person, Bristol, is not going to notice if retakes the page. And Ree's going to just fold it up and put it in his pocket. Uh, Bristol comes back and it sort of looks apologetic. It's like, I honestly, I ripped the page out of the book about the Rattlesnake Queen years ago uh, after I had one too many guests come by and look for it. I, it's somewhere in here. If, if you are truly interested, I can make a search for it. I thought it was in that drawer, but you know, uh, it's been it's been a long time and it's possible I have misfiled it somewhere. Uh, you could come back tomorrow and I could I could spend some time searching for it if that would be of help to you, I suppose. Uh, I am I'm fascinated enough by everything else in this book. Would you mind if I took this back to the hotel with me to to uh, to read more you know thoroughly this evening? Now, if we are killed, uh, you can check the hotel. And you are have killed. The Do you expect to be killed? I mean, last night was rough. Fonse um, looks over to McCarthy and says, "Do we expect to be killed?" I I don't know. Um, uh, or if we are forced to, if we are forced to leave town in a great hurry, which is more likely, um, then I will not take this book with me out of town. Um, and your home is a a quick walk from the 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 mist maidens. I suppose I'm not currently using that one. And uh, Bristol uh, walks over to a, a drawer and pulls out a um, a stamp and uh, puts his, puts their hand out for the book. And uh, when given to it, we'll we'll stamp a a book plate into the cover of it. Saying, please be sure this does not leave the town, as you said. Several books have gone missing over the years. I'm fairly sure townspeople mm -hmm. take them and forget them and never bring them back. And it's intensely frustrating. I understand that's dreadful. I will do my best to bring it back tomorrow. Again, if for some reason I disappear unexpectedly, uh, you should find it at the Miss Maidens. I had better. Well, sorry, I was a bit threatening. I just, these books yeah. are very precious to me. Yeah, they're great. So, uh, unfortunately, I can't tell you anything else about the ice, uh, the import-export we've covered. Um, we've had a misunderstanding about the Rattlesnake Queen, which I, we had my apologies about that. Uh, is there anything else I can help you with? I, I do have some of my own research to be getting back to. But uh, my, um. if there's any other book you should like to avail yourself to, I will limit you to, to one each. I think that is that is only fair to ensure that the rest of the town should have access to this wealth of knowledge, should they desire it, to educate themselves. 
Random question. You don't happen to have anything about flesh sculpting, do you? Flesh sculpting? I can't say that I'm aware of anything that I have on it, uh, unfortunately. No, uh, there are some... Uh, I might have some tomes of... Hmm. I have some medical tomes, perhaps. Anatomy, taxidermy, you know, those will work as well. Hmm. Uh, yes. Uh, dresser, drawer, third shelf. He points. Or they point. And walks over. And there's a large armoire and all the drawers are also filled with books. Uh, there appears to be various medical books in there, ranging from like folk cures to anatomical uh, like atlases of anatomy, that kind of thing. Consequently, we'll take one of the more like anatomically geared books. All right. Maybe if there's anything about uh, there's anything about local uh, local fauna, like stuff that would be like not around Saturn so much? I think that's the book McCarthy already has for the most part. Uh, okay, that would, would that have like anatomical? Oh, like, like you want- Like stuff um, like, mu like muscle sketches and mm. skeletons and stuff. Uh, you know what, sure. <laughs> Why not? Um, so, mm, or rather McCarthy, you can add the uh, Entities of the Wasteland book to your inventory. Nelvonsically, you can take a um, the uh, the preparation, cooking, and taxidermy of of uh, entities native to Indigo. Reji, you checking out a book? How to lie? Yeah. No, I don't need a book for that. All right. A uh, good person, Bristol, will stamp the books and nod and say, well, it was uh, interesting meeting you. I don't suppose you'd be interested in setting up a longer-term uh, informational exchange with the Vancean College. I suppose that they have quite an extensive library, and it would be perhaps nice to occasionally be able to avail myself from their collection. Uh, we will remain in touch with you. That would be something you would have to discuss with my colleague, uh, Cole. And you'll, yes, we'll, we'll, we'll be in touch. Indeed, well, uh, good person, Bristol, adjusts their first set of eyeglasses. And says, well, uh, thank you again for visiting. I hope that you found this visit educational. Oh, yes, very. Thank you very much. And uh, thank you for your time and information gestures to the, the books. It's always a pleasure to uh, help those who would improve their minds. Of course. Now Fonsicle turns around with a smile still painted on her face as they go to leave. Um, outside the building, you see that, that Hester has sort of wove, not woven, but has collected the eyeballs into a giant plane and is they are slowly fanning her with the eyeballs. <laughs> Cull, uh, you are flirting. Actually, let's take, a, let's take five. It's 9.30. Okay. 
so before we jump back to call, as the th three of you exit good person Bristol's house and you see Hester fanning herself with a plane of eyes, uh, looking closer, Hester is sitting on a small child. And she looks over at the three of you as you come out and says, uh, good, all done. Can't abide that place. Seems like it would be too dry for all my eyes. Anyway, caught this one following you. And she points at the child. Nilfonso just sort of stares at Hester. Hester stares at the child, stares at Hester again. How long has since when? I don't know. Are they're still living, right? Oh, what? yes, of course. I don't I'm know just, what usual tactics you use. Just trying to keep it from running away. The the child squirms under Hester. Great. Well, let's hope this doesn't um, get us a kidnapping charge, and we'll uh, we'll we'll see how great children. Excellent. All right, now we're jumping back to Call. <laughs> so, Call, uh, if good, good woman Fanish has leaned in and is sort of in your personal space and saying, So, what are you doing tonight? Well, I was thinking maybe. I'd take down a pompous baboon and the illegal uh, or immoral shit he's doing to the people of your town. Want to help? Payflock? Uh, I mean, I want to see that done. I don't know how I can help you, though. You know the town. You know the people. You know Baylock. That makes you quite useful. Okay. Also fun and pretty. Oh, thanks. I'm sure you'll be handsome once, you know. Yeah. Give yeah. a couple days. I, mm. Anyway, uh, yeah, I could probably help you too. At this point, uh, the, the woman who uh, showed you the ice stalks over the two of you and says, hey, are you done with your ice hall yet? Versa. Versa, that's right. And uh, um, Fennish looks up and says, hi, Versa. Uh, I'm on my lunch. Lunch as well. I just didn't bring any. Yeah, you're non-union. Get back to work, says Versa. Pretty sure that's illegal, but uh... well, I can just go tell it, Heyman, that you're not interested in working here anymore. Then I guess. Did anyone tell you you have lovely eyes? Nice try. Yeah, worth a shot. Okay. So, uh, I by my count, you're two of four. 
and it's past lunchtime now. So you're going to be here pretty late, I imagine. Hey, I got two done before lunch. Yeah, that last one was eh, eh, not quite big enough, actually. But uh, your first day out, trying to cut you some slack. Although apparently you're cutting yourself lots of slack. So guess I don't do that anymore. Get back to work. Just to confirm, I am getting paid for this, right? I don't know what agreement you have with Heyman. I don't really care. Talk to him if you want to know. You and him close? Anyone close to him? I don't know. I'm new here. No. Do you get along? This isn't about me. What? What? What is? No. What do you, you take your your fancy talking and stop flirting with my employees? It's work to be done. Yes, boss. And he'll, he'll salute and then start walking back to his ice cave. You hear her mutter after you. Uh, temp workers. Uh, on my way back, I'll, I'll slip that uh, pad of paper back to where it belongs. Uh, for whatever reason, the traffic patterns are not going to help you here. The room that that paper was from is there's a lot more people around it now. Not in the room, but just the area seems to be busier. You're going to have to try to find a way back in if you want to do that. Cole's actually just going to, when someone's not looking, he's going to just leave it on top of someone's sledge as they're wheeling some ice past. Okay, nice. Uh, Roll movement. Yeah, you're able to do it without a problem. Um, everybody okay? Yeah, he really wants in the bedroom. Yeah. Yep, you're able to just leave it on a, a sledge, and by the time you are leaving the building, you hear someone say, hey, why is the waybill out here? But uh, you are long gone by that point. So uh, are you heading back into... Heading back to work in the ice mines. Yep. All right. Let's draw another tooth card. Really? Can we not just say he's having a bad day? It is 15, the revolutionary. Which is the sovereign of secrets. I think as you make your way past, uh, you do catch uh, Fennish staring at your butt and she winks at you. He'll give a little wiggle. On your way back down the, the mine shaft, um, the three ice faces are still there and they stare at you again. Do you just walk past them? No, he's gonna 
he's going to stop and he'll stand in front of it and say, so what's your deal? The ice faces just stare at you and don't say anything. Is anyone else walking past? Yeah. He'll just, just grab someone by the arm and say, hey, what's, what's that? What's that? What's that? Oh, the, the uh, defense system. Defense of what? The, the mine. Against mine spies? People who would come and try to sabotage the mine or take the things without buying it? And what does it do if they did do that? <laughs> there didn't used to be three phases. Oh. Huh. When is this... Uh... Seems rather draconian for an ice mine. The, the worker just shrugs and says, I don't know. Just it's been here as long as I know. Ain't that right, Troika? And he pats the, the pillar in a friendly way. You pal around with it? It actually has helped people when they got lost before. Not the worst thing. Oh, is that what you were doing? I thought you were just being smarmy. It is just stares at you. Can it be smarmy? I don't know. I don't really have much to gauge with before. It's not a big talker. Okay. Um, cool. I'm Cull, by the way. New here. Uh, they stick their hand out and say, good person, Sebastian. Good to meet you, good person. Uh, how... how- how do you like how things are here? Everything working well? It's a job. It's not too bad. Beats the pig farm. At least it's cool out of the heat. Doesn't smell bad. People don't come and push your ice over. Yeah, yeah, there's not a lot to do around here. I know, like, people think it's fun to chase the pigs or tip them over, but it just gets them all riled up. I used to work there. It was bad. I like this place better. Oh, good. And uh, things haven't, like, changed recently? I, what? No. I, I call in here and I haul ice. Well, I mean, I was told that uh, this place was short on redivivus ice, but that doesn't seem to be the case. Uh, yeah, someone's misinformed. Your boss... Oh, were you trying to buy some? Yeah. Yeah, there's contracts and stuff. I don't really care about that. I'm just, you know, I just haul it. Right. Uh, so maybe someone bought it all up. Hey, maybe we'll get raises. Do you know we're gonna get, if we're going to get raises? Uh, I haven't heard. I'm not sure I'm getting paid at all, actually. So I'll put in a good word. Great. Um, who, what do you know of a, a Mr. Baylock? Nothing. Never heard of him. Oh, he must be that guy, actually, who, that I saw an order for it before. Uh, must be where the, must be the ice order for the rid of this ice. And, uh, babies pulling a carriage? 
<laughs> what? Okay. Yeah. Who would do that? That sounds ridiculous. That it does, doesn't it? What's wrong with like what's wrong with the, the winged goats? That's what we usually use. Yeah, I mean, why not stick with a classic, right? Exactly, right? Babies. Ridiculous. It's sandy out here. Yeah. A harsh Crawl around on your knees in the sand. Yeah. For anyway, sure. sorry. Uh nice to meet you. I gotta go. I'm I have a quota to meet. Are you uh are you fast at this, by the way? Because um I can maybe use some tips. Uh yeah. Actually roll uh, roll interaction. <laughs> Trying to convince them. I'm good at persuasion. Not that good. Uh, you'll get the hang of it. Don't worry. Uh, it's it's you know, um, maybe maybe tomorrow when I'm not quite so behind, I can show you a couple of things. Just you, you got to build up some strength. It's all it's all on the all on the shoulder motion. Right. Oh, keep that in mind. Thanks. They nod and uh, head off down a different corridor than what you are working on. In fact, that corridor seems to be very busy. Full um, of people. Going to take a peek, see what they might be working on. Uh, as you start down that corridor, you hear a grumbling, groaning sound behind you, and the three ice faces are all now fixated on you, and the temperature drops a couple degrees. Okay, okay. Uh, message received going to walk a little closer to it and say, I don't know if you talk, but are you happy about this Baylock situation? Two icicles for no, one for yes. The icicles do not respond. Or the ice faces do not respond. They don't grow any, any icicles either. They just stare at you unblinking. You don't I'm know if they can blink. I So... Trying to help the people of this town is uh, what I'm trying to get at. And um, yeah, maybe any help you could offer. I'm not trying to hurt anyone or, or hurt the mine at all. Um, I, I just, uh, I could use some help here. The ice faces stare at you unblinkingly. It was worth a shot. And he'll just start walking back. The temperature raises a couple of degrees as you start going down the crack tunnel. And they they sort of shift so that they are not all staring at you and they kind of fade back into the ice column. You, you get the sense that, that it wasn't particularly intelligent. I mean, that's kind of, I work best with that. <laughs> All right. You're back in your ice mining pit of despair. Are you going to keep going at it? Don't feel like I've got lots of other options. All right. Roll physicality. Uh, again. It's hard draining work. You get plus two, though, with this card. It's true. That's a five. 
Um, you feel energized by your interaction with Good Woman Finish and uh, are trying to make a good impression and that puts some pep in your step or in your swing, as it were. And you're able to get another block chipped out, although it's still pretty slow going. Um, you reckon by this time, it's probably 3 p.m. or so? It was a late lunch. And you took some time talking to the ice column and whatnot. Are you long stepping back up at the top again? No. Okay. Saving your sorcery? I don't have enough. <laughs> All right. Well, you haul the ice back up and you are starting to get pretty tired. Uh, a day of full of physical labor is not, is not one of your normal actions. So uh, I'm going to ask you to take a Vex in physicality. Or sorry, a, uh, yeah, a Vex. So you are, you are very tired. Um, a Vex is a negative one that I can apply to a roll of my choosing. Okay. It will go away when you sleep, though. Or otherwise refresh your pool. All right. Uh, back at outside uh, Bristol's house, Hester is still sitting on a squirming child. She, she looks at the three of you and says, so what do you want me to do with it? How long have you been sitting on the child? Oh, at least 45 minutes. Right. How many witnesses have seen you sitting on the child? Probably none. She spreads her, her like voluminous skirt cloak thing out and the child is now more or less covered. Nofonso mm-hmm. Clay says probably in we just like gestures to the several eyeballs like floating around uh Hester's how can you not see have them watch okay. well, I did I didn't see anyone see me doesn't mean I'm omniscient that would be cool though but uh well, let's um, perhaps go to where we are not in the middle of someone else's lawn uh, and we can perhaps ask the child a few questions. Uh, righto, you know that it's gonna take off as soon as I stand up, right? Can you not res- restrain the, the child in some sort of, like, just hold their hand? slipperier than you might you imagine. Don't, I will. Nafonso just looks over to read you like, what? <laughs> well. Um, okay, then let's, let's just, and Nafonso just like lifts up a little bit of Hester's like cloak gown clothing thing around the kid's head and says, hi, what's your name? 
The child is utterly nondescript. The child looks at you and says, Joe. Is, does Nilfonsically get the sense at all that like that's the kid's real name at all? Is this kid's just like spawned some bullshit? It is very obviously not the kid's name. <laughs> right. Joe. Nice to meet you, Joe. Uh, what were you doing following us, Joe? Do you think you could tell us that, Joe? Let me up and I'll talk. Are you going to stay put? Joe nods. Listen, we just want to ask you a couple questions. It'll be okay. Like, just, I'm sure that everything will be fine. Hester, I do you can't really feel think my feet anymore? She's been sitting on me for so long. Okay, yeah, Hester, we, we probably should, like, not do any circulation damage, long-term circulatory damage can actually have some effects on the nerves. Actually, um, anyway, yes, let's, okay. Um, and Nilfonso Clay is going to just like, kind of like grab the, one of the kid's arms and then motion, like head motion over to read you to uh, grab the other arm. <laughs> okay. Uh, Hester says, you got him? And when you both confirm, she gracefully stands up. Um, Nelfonsa Clay and Riju, please both roll accuracy. Oh, that's real bad. <laughs> the child like takes off. He like slides out of your hands as if he is greased and it takes off down the street at a really impressive speed. Can I do magic quickly enough? Uh, what are you trying to do? Um, I'm going to try to do take imprisonment from the tower and uh, cold from darkness. Okay. And what you're, what the effect you're trying to have is just to stop the movement. Yeah. Or just slow them down. No, no. Yeah. Stop them. The imprisonment. You just. Okay. Tackles. Cold shackles. My particular fortes are not conducive to. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that seems that seems not great. <laughs> Let's see. Um. I'm um, going to call that. Um, a level 
for effect. You're not trying to prevent it from moving and from acting entirely. What about three? Slower so that would slow movement. it down. If you want to, if you want to actually stop it, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna call it four. Uh, I think that that's a good that's yeah. a good middle ground between prevent from acting at five and slow and hinder at at three. We can do four. We can do four. Okay. Four. You are rolling. On four. And it's a magical. Hmm. It's a magical effect. So I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to roll a second die. Uh can I just do a regular roll again? Yeah, and just your first one will be mundane and second one with magic. Okay. okay. Um, the creature, which you must, it must be a creature, shrugs off your magic in a way that a mundane child would absolutely not be able to do. Hmm. And well, it is, we know. it is still running. At least so... we know it's not a child. So this is like, so this is like not a child, like a like a mundane child, like uh, this is not a kid. He didn't in, introduce himself as good child, something something. And yeah, unless unless someone has put a very strong ward or anti magic property on a mundane child, this is not a mundane child. And um. I would say is going to be very quickly out of out of like chase distance. So you, I would mm -hmm. say, between the two of you, all of you, you have one more action you take. Mm, well, I was going to say, oh no, we can't do that. Never mind. I got nothing. You are muted. Third time, third time tonight. Uh, how heavy is the child? <laughs> um, let's call the child normal human child sized. I ain't got kids. I don't know how much <laughs> of what age can can this would this child count as an object? Uh, no. <laughs> Damn. Okay. All right. Um, Child is a creature or a being or a person. Okay. <laughs> he just tried to objectify it. <laughs> <laughs> if this child was under 200 kilograms and I was going to eat it. Oh, wow. Uh, I'm going to 
use um I think hemokinesis probably because I don't know it, it might not need eyes to move so otherwise um, it'd be sealed shut but uh to manipulate the blood inside a nearby creature restricting the flow to give them a minus two penalty on all actions absolutely oh. roll your dice Just like take the sorcery away before I forget to do that. And I can use if I use a bene, that'll make yeah, I can use a bene for that to make it cost yes. one more, right? Okay, yeah. I'm gonna do that. That adds one to level of the effect. Okay. And is this this is not plus one because it's just it's like a regular plus one die. Uh, it is plus one. Says level six plus one die. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, take your sorcery back because the thing doesn't have blood. Damn. You reach out yeah, to man. it and it is it is not made of flesh and blood. That's hot. And moments, oh, sorry, uh, moments later, it is it is disappeared around a corner and Hester just sort of puts her hands on her hips and stares at the two of you and says, I told you it was slippery. Well, that's disappointing. Can you send an eye real quick to yeah. keep an eye? Thanks. Fine. And an eye zooms off and sort of one follows it, or, well, one heads down the street towards where it was and one shoots up into the air. Um, and a couple, like about 40 seconds later, Hatcher says, actually, it's gone. It's gone. It's gone. It's, well, I don't see it anywhere. I don't know where it went, but I, it's not in that alley there where it turned. Are there That's any just, shadows a in question. the alley? That too. Uh, yeah. Mm. How did you happen upon it? How were you able to catch it and sit on it? Just the looks at you. I'm sneaky. Well, so am I, but <laughs> it was paying attention to you inside the house, and I grabbed it and dragged it over here and sat on it. You were able to grab it and I just drag it over. On it. Hmm. <laughs> well, we could explore the alley where it went. Maybe it ducked into one of those shadows. I mean... Sure. Now we're teaching children. Well, those that definitely was not, a, not child. a child. It didn't even have blood. Normal children usually have blood. Optimally. That's the ideal situation. Inside it has a looks I between mean, the three of you and then eventually focuses on McCarthy and says, did your friend just try to use blood magic on a child? 
well, it wasn't a child. So that's yeah, good. But we didn't know that. It's a good thing it wasn't a child. Yeah. Whew. Otherwise, that would have been morally gray. Huh. You are not what I expected you to be. Yeah. The three of you. Take that as a compliment. All right, let's go search the alley for the not child then, she says. So we can cast more sorcery on it. And I don't know. Who are you that you have random not children following you? This isn't the first not child that we've. Wait, what? Yeah. This is a recurring theme? It's a long story. Yeah, we had a ghost child. Uh, We had like some. Faceless. The playground children. Yeah. Mm. And mm. you do you maybe think you should get that checked out? I'm no. not sure where you go to get the I, I don't know where to find like the I have like random children following me physician, but if you have a recommendation, please let me know. Ah, uh, that's a good point. I will think about it. Alphonsically just starts heading towards the alley. You all get to the alley and it, it is just empty. Like there's some shadows in there, but not they're not dark enough to hide uh, a centipede thing. <laughs> and whatever whatever it was is gone. <sighs> well, fantastic. It is late afternoon at this point, I would say between all the walking around and the tea with Bristol and then dealing with the child. Is there anything else that you want to do today? Are there people near us? There's people like around on the street and stuff. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Rishu will kind of say with a hushed voice um, to Hester, uh, do you know anything about the insidious? She just raises an eyebrow. Is a few things, such as. Is that what you think is going on here? Possibly. Hmm. She purses her lips and. Stares off for a moment. I guess that would make sense. Does sort of follow the pattern, but really, why here? It's a good question. Worth exploring. Is that what Bristol told you? It's the opposite. It's what they didn't tell us. Mm. Interesting. So, uh, have you reconsidered leaving town yet? Because now that we, well, if it really is an infestation of the insidious, I don't want to be anywhere near here. Well, we do have obligations here and then theoretically a contract is set up and... Yeah, none of that's, that's worth becoming some sort of 
mind whammied. Yeah. Speaking biggest... of the mind whammied critical... thrall, yeah, no, it doesn't sound like the ideal situation. Um, but hopefully, we can figure this out. Uh, what, what like when is sunset here? <clears throat> uh, you've got two, three hours. Mm. I think the more pressing matter is that um, if we're following these notes, um, Riju will gesture to the page that they got with the insidious um, um, description. Um, I think the more concerning matter is if we don't address what's going on with McCarthy, then um, we may have another insidious to worry about. You all keep saying words that I can't focus on and it makes my brain itch. What, what are you talking about? Dinner. Ooh. Um, we should go to the, uh, the, the red thistle. We're not, we're not in the best terms with that place, if I recall correctly. Right, 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 right. Okay. Ooh. If only there was another place in town to eat. Okay. So, yes, we have several problems. Um, you know what? Uh, and Nafonso is going to pull out one of the cards, uh, one of Cole's cards, and because they haven't heard from him in a while. Um, and and basically just kind of vibes of like, where are you? <laughs> oh, you, you get a where are you vibe. Oh, he'll send back. Yeah, ice, ice mine. Working. When Nelfonsa Clay <laughs> receives working, uh, Cole receives the fuck. <laughs> you you get a like an image of of a of something backfiring. Uh, Nelfonsa Clay. Oh God, how do you just like vibe like? Uh, we found a bunch of information, and you should be really careful. Uh, no. Emergency. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah that's, like, that's a bit complex for a, a card. Yeah, vibe. it is. It, it is. Uh, uh, vibes of like, um, I guess, knowledge, maybe? Like, new knowledge. Like, like enlightenment. Like enlightenment. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, and also, uh, like, probably low-key emergency not high-key emergency but like probably want to meet up like soon <laughs> emergency get back just back pain <laughs> and, uh, and tired and then sends Tylenol <laughs> is that exactly whatever Extra limbs? 
helpful? <laughs> Question mark. <That> might actually <laughs> would be have been, yeah. <laughs> All right, Cole. Is there anything else that you want to do, or are you just going to try to finish out the day with your your two remaining ice halls? I'm not sure what else I can do. I've asked around about Baylock. I've tried to get information from the the foreman. I've got found an ally, hopefully, but she's probably going to betray us. And uh, <laughs> I discovered that they have a lot more ice than... Yeah, I, I think he's just going to keep to his word and then try and just leave. All right. Um, you are able to finish out the day without any further incident. Uh, on your way out, um, Heyman stops you and deposits uh, 40 glass in your hand and says, so how'd you like it? Back tomorrow. Wasn't Where, it fun? Where's the rest? Oh, this is the temporary. This is what you get. Your long term, maybe we can work something out, but you got to talk to the union for that. Great. Come Just, by tomorrow. We'll see if there's another opening for you. Mm. Don't uh, don't count on it, but this has been enlightening. Yeah, I thought Thank it might you. be. Good day. Hope you enjoyed the ice that you bought too, which has now, of course, melted into a puddle on the sledges out front. Mm -hmm. Didn't do anything with it. This is a real weird way to treat someone trying to give you money. But, yep, you take care there, Mister Hamish. Heyman, I know Goodman Heyman. And he 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 kind of waves pedally at you as you as you leave. Uh, before you are too far down the road, though, um, from the ice house, uh, you hear footsteps behind you, and good woman Finish has run up to, to catch up with you, and she sort of looks you up and down, and goes, "Wow, really not into the physical labor, are you?" <laughs> Uh, no, no, right. not, not generally. Okay. So, uh, Baylock, what's the plan? Well, me and my associates are going to... Wait, you have associates? Yes. Are they here? Well, not here, here, but in town. In strategic positions. She looks excited at the words of strategic positions. This isn't some fly-by-night operation. This is the most exciting thing that's happened in town in years. That's really sad. <laughs> right, so what's the plan then? Well, uh, I learned that Mr. Baylock is going to be by to pick up some ice in the morning. And I think we will uh, consider 
making him reconsider. How are you going to do that? TBD. Do you know anything about uh, Mentask earlier, but didn't seem right? Uh, centipede things? Ew. What? No. <laughs> you don't know anyone in town who suddenly started acting funny or like they couldn't remember things that they should be able to remember? I mean, anyone in town acts funny. I just assume they're drunk. Okay. That's... It's usually right. Like I said, not a lot to do around here. So, uh, Goodman Henry? Yeah, he didn't show up today. Yeah, I think he was part of that pitchfork mob. Doesn't sound like him. That's what I'm kind of getting at here. Wait, is there a conspiracy? That might be a strong word for it, but maybe. And that's what we're trying to get to the bottom of. And we think Baylock is, uh, if not the source, then definitely involved. So definitely conspiracy then. So, uh, right, like I said, what's the plan? How do I help? What are we doing this? When's it going down? Well, as someone with information on the town, maybe, uh, and, and you know, having seen and met ba- Baylock, you should join up with our little uh, tete-a-tete and trade some knowledge. And then after that, maybe we'll go get a drink. That sounds amazing. Let's do that. All right, I have to find my associates. Uh, They are probably heading back to the hotel. Hopefully without a mob again. Making friends everywhere you go, huh? You really have no idea. All right, Uh, the two of you are able to get back to the hotel without any further problems. Um, The other party, the three of you and Hester. Uh, are you also heading back to the hotel or are you doing anything else with your remaining daylight? I assume going back to the hotel would be a better idea because they want to meet up with Colt. Okay. So uh, when you are all back to the hotel and introductions have been made and everyone is seated inside uh, the ward in McCarthy's room. Um, Sorry, I guess that question is, do you all let Good Woman finish in on this? Like, are you okay with this? I mean, y'all let in this other random person. Why not one more? (laughs) Now, Fonsa Clay pulls Cole aside and says, are you sure she's not, you know, like, Whammy or anything? She's not centipeded? Not even a little bit, but, uh, you know, working with what we have. All right. I mean, she she does seem to be a little different than the usual town folk here. She's bored. Mm. Can't blame her. So, uh, Fenish is sitting on the bed beside Hester. And is like, it keeps trying to like poke the eyes that are sort of 
wobbling on Hester, and Hester just keeps shooting her these glares and moving the eyes to a different position. So don't, don't touch them, they're fragile. Are they? They're high. What can we focus on the task at hand? <sighs> did they belong to someone before? You know what? Actually, I don't. No, I'm good. Um, Wait, did so... they? Says Finish and just looks at Hester with like awe. And she just goes, maybe. I'll never tell. You know, if you were to study creatures that. Um live in the deep sea they are in more pressurized environments and that would probably help you create something that would you know withstand like pokes a little better i just do try to avoid getting poked in the eyes it's, i mean it's they're just they're right there. um but regardless so baylock tomorrow morning coming to pick up his ice um the foreman said that the mine was out, but they were definitely not out. And everyone that I talked to, including Fennish here, uh, had no idea why he would say that. Oh, yeah. We've been mining, like, pure Redivivus for, like, months now. The regular ice shipments are, like, we, we've cut them all off. Yeah. There's no one, there's no one hauling regular ice anymore. There's something more stores really weird and like here. yeah, it's it's weird. The the balance has been shifted entirely over to that side of the mine. And you said like giant giant babies that were pulling the cart? Oh yeah, like literal giant babies. It is the just I mean it's actually kind of gross, really. Are they is it always giant babies? Do they Every always look the same? I mean, I'm not always there at the for, for the drop-offs, I only when I get the really early morning shift, which I try to avoid because it frankly sucks. Yes, true. Um, do they are are they like are they human-like? Are they non-inhuman or uh, just imagine a giant human baby? <laughs> okay, two of them um... with like like gear that they pull the, the harness and the. Part that goes in their mouth. Were they, are they like actual babies? I don't know. I didn't ask. Okay. I mean, let's assume the former because then it just makes everything easier. It's, yeah. Uh, McCarthy, do you know of any um, entities that use human children, oversized human children? as servants or symbols? Uh, that's a toughie, let me think. Uh, would McCarthy know of any entities that use uh, human infants or children as, as uh, symbols? I mean, there are a number of red demons who sort of lean into the stereotypes about demons and want children as sacrifices. Hmm. But it's not like it's not a particularly notable um, feature of any demon that you are aware of. Okay, and uh, <clears throat> uh, any fae that like lead children astray, turn them into giants, and use them as as beasts of burden. Not that you can think of. I mean, it's not not impossible. 
Um, okay. It wouldn't be the weirdest thing, but there's no one, no fake creatures that are specifically known for that. No. Okay. Uh, no, it's not really. This doesn't ring any bells. Uh, okay. By the way, is he still? Uh... Yeah, there's, there's still. Um, we've got a problem, and uh, Nell reaches into his pocket and pulls out the page about the insidious and hands it to Cole. We don't know how long that time period is, right? You do not know. And Cole's just going to look up at Reggie and said, "That was in your head." And Reggie nods like, "Me, yep, yeah, it was." <laughs> and now it's in his, or sorry, theirs. Yeah, um, McCarthy, how yes, how are you feeling? Good. How's your head? Uh, um, complaints so far. Uh, you know, I'm okay. Oh. <laughs> Funny story. Uh, this whole region used to be a big flood floodplain. So, um, and and on boats, uh, the head is uh, the term for the bathroom. Um, that's all I got. There's there's no <laughs> joke. There's no punchline. That that is uh, a funny story. Um, should we like should should you maybe lay down? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Um, do they know that? Can they understand that they have that, or is that not really? When we talk about the, when we were talking about the insidious out loud, they said that they couldn't even hear the word. That it was just, yeah. And they didn't even see this page. It was in a drawer. They walked over and they said they nothing. Uh. I think he'll he'll pass the paper on to finish, and meanwhile he'll say, "So, just have we considered?" He's just going to walk up and just like get right in McCarthy's face and say, "Hey, get out of our friend!" Is your bed the friend? Wait, what? Nothing. God damn, I'm losing my touch. I mean. Are you trying to do an exorcism with just raw magical power there? <laughs> just intimidation, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, it A doesn't polite, work. Polite exorcism. Uh, what about... Uh, what if we kill McCarthy a little bit? But just for a little, I understood that. Just for a little, just just slightly. I don't like. Do you remember that movie in Shadow? You remember uh, what's it called? Uh, uh, Flatliners, right? Okay, I. I think he's trying to say, make the environment that the insidious is currently inhabiting less inhabitable. Exactly. Right. Okay. So I mean, I'm you know versed. CPR, right? Yes, but I'm not versed in like, if anything goes really wrong, I'm not versed in necromancy. And I would really rather like, you know, keep my best friend. You know, we do have an agreement, like, you know, like things are cool. Like if they, but listen, no, 
we we need to stay above the living line, preferably. They're I mean, not in any position. They're not in any position to say okay to this. Well, I, it would have to be, yeah, obviously. But that's kind of the problem here, right? Like, it puts us in a really awkward position. What? What would you want to? Do? Okay. A little drowning. A, a little drowning. Do you know of the long-term effects that a little drowning can have? And Nelfonso oh. Clay just like starts going in on. And what about like, the long-term anatomical- effects of having <laughs> centipede eggs in your brain? Are you talking about actual eggs or the metaphorical eggs? Because actual I, eggs, I could go into those. I don't know. Fetish looks over at, at Hester and just says, is life really this exciting outside of Yesterville? Because, like, I've been missing out. It, I, I mean, it, not a permanent thing, just a little, little death. Okay, let's just, okay. McCarthy? Yeah. And Nafonsicle is just going to like lead them over to the bed and make finish and Hester like scooch over a little and say, okay, so there's a problem that you're not going to completely understand and I'm going to do my best to explain it to you. Um, But the problem also involves the fact that your brain literally is going to slide off the pertinent information that you need. And, and that's, that's, that's kind of an issue. Uh, do you have any ideas of how I could go about this? How, how you could explain to me something that you know that, I, that my brain will purposefully slough off? Yes. Um, I, well, here's what I think. I think you could spend a lot of time like sort of dancing around words. We could figure out like, here's, here's sort of our code for what this means and what this means. Um, or, like I, I, I trust you. Yeah, I trust you. I trust you know. I trust Colin Reju, but I trust you. And so, I mean, if you like, if you need to, if if you need to kill me, um, okay. Like I mean, temporarily. Very temporarily, seconds, maybe not even, or actually, hold on, McCarthy, you are kind of like experienced in this whole, you know, being possessed by things, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like, do you have a, I'm possessed by things and I need to have that stop spell? That would be so useful. Uh, I don't. I don't think I do. Um, uh, this is Dan saying. I don't. I don't think McCarthy does. You don't. But I will let you roll a swordledge with advantage, not adventure, but with with um 
yeah, I guess with advantage, it's not extra, not an extra die, but it is plus one to it from your knowledge of doing things. If you want to just try to like raw magic your way out of it. Because I know you don't think you have a visitor right now, but you do. Well, I mean, consider it spring cleaning. <laughs> mm. Mm. Well, ooh, you can't, you know, you know how to, you know how to motivate me. Spring cleaning. Um, <laughs> the best, get the, the cobwebs out. Uh, yeah. So wait. So Matt, uh, can you explain that again? Um, roll with with the sword edge. Yeah. So uh, you'll do a sorcery roll, um, and then you'll throw a sword ledge in for a second die for it, and that will give you plus one to your venture to just try to like raw power uh, uh, exercise yourself. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, then I will spend a sorcery bene. Uh, and and we said also spending a sortilage. Yeah. Great. Hey, I typed it right, didn't get a good roll. Mm-hmm. Oh no. It is, it is sadly not enough. Uh, well, um, no, it is not enough. Um, well, what time of day is it? This thing happens to me at midnight where I stop existing for a few seconds. Oh, shit, it does. Uh, it is getting pretty close to midnight if you want to try to wait it out. Uh, well, that might be interesting. And you know, what are we going to lose? Uh, also, man, we cannot go get dinner at this point. It is, it is far too late. They cannot be open still. Uh, look at finish. Are they open? It's a bar. They're open. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably cold food now, but they'll, yeah, sure. Nowhere else to go. Even in this small town? All right. Literally nothing well, else to do here. Point. You have no idea how much money they must make on Yesterville special. It's ridiculous. Like, I, <laughs> I don't even know why they're still living here. I, I would take that money and move. What, what is it? I, you, you don't want to know. Let's not talk about that. Well, if we're talking about making the body inhospitable, maybe if we get him get him drunk enough <laughs> oh, no. that's a good point no kind of just like appraise mccarthy like i i feel like no fonsically just sense. looks around at everybody and says i feel met mccarthy their tolerance is like they're yeah. well versed in drinks this stuff is paint thinner let's let's wait till midnight first and maybe then we can use the inebriation method do you think that if you're going to get me drunk on that stuff uh killing me would be i mean it's it's six of one half dozen of the other 
are there any preparations that you all want to do before uh, midnight? Maybe resting. Gonna... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you Rude. all want to take a 10 minute rest. A shower yeah, without for time. Paul. Actually, he'll, he'll kind of poke Melfonse the clay, not literally, but say, can you do anything about this? Cull has a nasty rash. I had an allergic reaction to magic and ice. Like, technically, greater or lesser could potentially maybe do something about that? I don't know. Because one Surtees pool gains three Bene or three Vex of my choice. Uh, it just says I modify or create the creature so that it is better or worse physically. One Surtees pool gains three Bene or three Vex. In the case of an NPC, blah, blah, which is not. I'm not going to let you do it for know. minor healing. <laughs> I think that would open open the wrong door there. If you wanted to reshape Cull's face so it was more, I don't know, attractive or something, that would give you points in interaction or something. Oh, yes, certes. Uh, hmm. Perception. Fix your eye structure so you don't need glasses. I don't know. Something like that. Worth a shot. And you have a vex? He has a vex yes. from, from doing physical labor all day, which is not something that he's used to. Hmm. Can I use uh, belief as power? If you want to. That won't make him um, actually look any better. You're just going to make him think he looks better. Well, there's two, there's two problems. One is the the appearance problem, and one is the exhausted and sore problem. Right. But, like, if I tell him otherwise, that he's, like, fine or yeah. whatever, it'll happen. It's true. Um. So, visual, kind of look him over, like appraising him or whatever, and then just kind of pat him on the shoulder. It says you're, you're a strong individual. You can, you can bounce back from this. Um, sure, uh, Cull, you can gain three Bene to physicality. Thank you, uh, Riju. You pay your five. Sorcery. And I think if there's no further preparations, it will be midnight. And McCarthy, what is it like to suddenly cease to exist for about four seconds? <laughs> uh, I think... I think it's just like, as far as from the outside, um, it's just a, a blip, turn off, turn on, uh, as though you're turning off and on a television. Um, from the inside, there's a, like a, a brief, overwhelming uh, sound of radio static and 
then then it's over. It's over. It's over uh, uh, for four seconds, or it's over after four seconds. Okay. Where are you in the room? Still on the bed? Uh, sure. Yeah, I think I feel like we would have planned like, okay, he's gonna, they're going to be on the bed. and Okay. And yeah. Well, uh, midnight rolls around and McCarthy just disappears from existence like a, like a TV turning off. And what is left on the bed is a small, shadowy, gooey egg where McCarthy's head was. It immediately begins sizzling in the light of the room. Um, do we remember McCarthy during this period? Yes. Okay. So it's not, he has never existed to us. He just doesn't, sorry, they don't at the moment. Um, Call's going to don't touch it. Scream and then <laughs> grab the ice bucket and scoop it into the ice bucket and put the lid on. Don't put it in the dark. Well, if we leave it out here, it's gonna. I don't know. And with that, McCarthy is back into existence, and <laughs> McCarthy. He, you feel the compulsion to not pay attention to things in to not pay attention to uh, Groden's bookcase and to not care about the investigation is gone. You are fine. Cole's just going to say, I'm so glad we don't have to kill you a little bit. Oh. Oh, that feels a lot better. Hey, thank you. What? Um, okay, I, you got it. All right, cool. Does McCarthy know that this, like, McCarthy is aware that this happens daily? The, yeah. the non-existence? Okay. <laughs> I hope someday we get a flashback to the first time that happened. Imagine the first several times would have been very confusing. Um, I think Cull is going to, like, grab, I assume, because this is a fancy place, there's, like, a... a bathrobe hanging in the closet and he's going to grab the the belt from it and just start wrapping it around the ice bucket to try and keep it closed i don't think nobody brought tape right hester and uh Fennish are just staring at the ice bucket and hester is just surprised and Fennish is uh sort of like Oh my god, that was so cool. Hester sort of eventually says, huh, that was interesting. Who would have thunk? Uh, I have well, no idea what to do with this now. Uh, well, <laughs> ideally, we should probably destroy it somehow with or, some light. Or, hear me out, I bring it back to the college. Naponsiglade just glares at Cole. Mm -hmm. We are trying to like fix this place. Did you did you read the page? Did you read the page I gave you? Yes, and there's only one. So it's not the 
three and the college might be able to take it and figure out some way to exterminate these things. Yes, but if we find all three and then we eliminate all three, then this place doesn't have a problem anymore. Unless this is one of the three. How can we tell? Wait, it couldn't be one of the three. This is from the... This is the one from the... The the Groden's house. From Groden's house. So it's not one of the first three. But we don't know that this will go away. We just know that... We don't know it's not one of the first three, though. How how can we know it's not one of the first three? Because it was in Riju's head, and then it was in McCarthy's head, and then it planted an egg. So the three eggs must exist before this one that got in Riju's head, right? Maybe? I don't don't know how insidious count well we have it and if if we can find the the royal three or whatever uh the royal brood we can take care of those and this one can come back with me and if we can't find them then we destroy it there's no risk here what what do you mean there's no risk here this thing has been inside the heads of half of us already Um, and if it gets in my head esther and finish raise their hands and go not us please we're less not less than half and we're good keeping it that way look if it gets in my head you have permission to kill me a little bit to get it out i will kill you a lot if it gets in your head because you (laughs) deserve that for keeping it just this could this could be worth something to the college in terms of knowledge not money it it's advancing knowledge how do you how do you expect to keep this thing contained? Wrapping a bathrobe belt around an ice bucket is not sufficient containment. Someone for has a magical to have duct construct. Tape. Was there uh, ice in the ice bucket? Well, there wasn't by the time he upended it to scoop. Okay. <laughs> and and say, I don't know. We'll get tape from someone, or maybe uh, uh, Goodman Groden can can do something. Bolt it down. I don't know. Bolt, bolt it down? What? He has metal things? Shadow. It is a sh- shadow. Yes, but oh. it's in there. In there. In the shadowy place. But where it's it has got power. a lid. It has a lid. It can't get out. It's an egg. And even then, if it does get out, it's a centipede. They don't drill through shit. It's a magical shadow centipede that knows how to jump. I know because it flew at my face. They don't operate under, this isn't even, they don't work under physics. This world doesn't even work under physics. We can't expect that the magical centipede is going to stay inside of the little bucket. So wait, says uh, Finnish, is Baylock actually a centipede? Maybe. Maybe. We, we don't weird. know. It is, it is a weird situation. Yes. Wait, have, wait, have you seen Baylock? Yeah. Finish has. Like the, the person in the flesh, not just a carriage or something. Oh yeah. Huh. Gets out and 
it's all nose in the air while we load up the ice. Hmm. He could maybe have one of the first three eggs implanted in him. Or he could have brought them here to lull the town into uh, doing what he wants. Like, clearly, if you said the, the ice house isn't making money, he's not paying them enough. I don't think he's paying anybody. Exactly. So he's got to have some sort of sway over these people. Maybe it's the centipedes. Speaking of, of money, Hester breaks in, uh, it's past midnight, so I think that's my full day of service, uh, Riju. What do you think? The investigation isn't over. Yeah, uh, we agreed in a per diem. You're really going to do... Really, Hester? Girls got to eat. And buy magical things. And, you know, eyeballs ain't cheap. I just, it's true. I just want to know if I'm staying on for a second day or whether I should go back and catch my train out. Because, frankly, this is the kind of mess that I'm not going to handle without money. Centipedes and eggs and people's brains. And now you're going to go after this Baylock person. I just want to make sure I'm getting paid for it. What was it? Two coins a day? I got you. Uh, yeah, I got a couple. Here we two go. Mage. Well, this will be up to four now because it was two from the first day and two uh, more okay. you want me for today. Got it. There you go. What? what? Hester uh, pockets the mage coins like smoothly and says, happy to be of service. So, Baylock, how what's what's our plan with Baylock? And I think with that question hanging in the air, we will leave it for tonight. I just want to find out. I'll, I'll go first. Definitely despair. <laughs> Why is that? He had to spend a whole day doing physical labor and didn't really get much out of it. You made a friend. You did make a friend. You successfully flirted despite your face being a mess. That's true. I'll take a joy for that. Yeah, still got it. Actually, okay. Sure. So a joy? Yeah, and a despair. Nice. McCarthy, I think that you get an acumen for figuring out a way to use your natural abilities to defeat possession by a shadowy centipede thing. Smart. At least, if you want to take uh, other joy or despair things for it. Uh, that's up to your argument as well, but you get an accurate, not an argument at least. Uh, yeah, I think I think just being uh, getting free of the thing is uh, um, a cause for joy. Sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, and I can't. Uh, let's see here. Uh, I can't think of any any major despair things from today. 
So I will just take that joy. All right. Alphonse Clay. Uh, Alphonse Clay wants to take a joy for like uh, McCarthy just saying like, I trust you to kill me. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of a big deal. Um, that was sweet. Yeah. It's like, oh, man, my heart. Um, maybe McCarthy's heart beating on a table, like, you know, whatever. <laughs> um, uh, and a despair for the fact that that not child did not have any blood and his powers on flesh and blood could not affect it at all. Sounds good. Read you. Uh, no, I didn't get into too much shenanigans today. Today! They're not all going to be particularly joyful or despairful things. That's okay. You it know, is okay. I did, I did spend a lot like improving myself, so that was sort of a trade-off, I guess, in a way. Fair enough. All right, so... Call a joy and a despair, McCarthy an accuracy, or an accuracy, an acumen and a joy, uh, enough wants to play a joy and a despair. Actually, uh, no, never mind. All right. And McCarthy is out four mage coins. Oof. Yeah. All right. I'm sure that makes read you just like how like how can you just hand all of that over? <laughs> um stars and wishes from anybody? I really liked getting the gang back together and we had some good banter and arguing. That was a really fun moment. Uh it was good banter. That's my my big star. Uh, wishes, um, Baylock. What about Baylock? <laughs> Get him. Okay. Uh, there was a lot going on. Oh, sorry, um, there was a lot going on. And this one um, for you, Matt. So stars to you for staying on top and managing both scenes like uh, happening. Um, uh, I liked the the eyeballs helping clean the dishes. <laughs> um, uh, I really, really, really would like to advance my order. <laughs> That's my way. <laughs> like hoarding points. Um, and you get back to salary. You'll be able to do it. <laughs> it's going to be forever. <laughs> what do <you> now? <laughs> I want to do it now. I want to I want to I want to weave more magic. We're going to be in Yesterville forever. I mean, y'all made good progress today. You got... We did. We did. 
a name of a thing, you unwhammied someone. Yeah. Yes. You found out where Baylock's going to be. Yes. Which that was cool too. The instead of like having to potentially kill McCarthy, I liked the oh, well, wait, they stopped existing. So that was, I thought that was a, a cool um, thing too, that scene. And also the gross centipede thing being out in the open. Props to Alfonso Clay for um, um, attempting blood magic on a baby. Uh, I'll go. Uh, yeah, uh, McCarthy's I Trust You was just my heart. It was so good. It's so sweet. And uh, I, I, I live for the group banter. So um, I was, as the children say, it gave me life. So I will, I, I like it when you all do that. So I enjoyed that very much. Uh, wishes, uh, dramatic confrontation. Let's go. Let's do it. All right. What was my customer service rant? Not enough for you. <laughs> no, no. I can go. Uh, then the the quote unquote the high school car wash thing. I just that <laughs> was very very funny. Um. Which also made me think it, it could alternative be like the Coca Cola like commercial thing mm. as well, um, and then just phrasing it as spring cleaning to McCarthy is is very very funny, and just the all the flirting both you to you stars to both you and Matt just for the like the dynamic between uh, uh, Cole and Finish because it's just it's fun and Finish is delightful so far and just kind of like that excitable naivete kind of thing um dan the like the naming off of the breakfast foods and everything that was like fantastic um made me hungry (laughs) the between rattlesnake quadruped and rattlesnake quorum was really good and yeah just like mccarthy's i trust you i was just like oh my god (laughs) just like yeah right up right up in the fields right here like yeah right there like a plus plus like got a little tear in my eye i was like oh um martin just your interrogation of hester and just like the kind of low-key just like insistence of like i know you like of like the the basically like the liar game knows game game recognizes game right there like I really like that and just like his general just vibes of carrying that through of everything just kind of the the skepticism the kind of remote skepticism that no one's gonna play read you (laughs) yeah it's like it's really good and you're very consistent with it so just like a plus plus um Matt as the you say quote-unquote wasted um that was very good and also just good person's bristol good person bristol's entire thing in general very very great uh the phrase magically chapped um 
and yeah, just finish. All all very good. Um, wishes, yeah, that that we can figure out some sort of cohesive plan for for Baylock because that's our group's forte: cohesive plans that work out exactly <laughs> the way that we intend them. <laughs> I look forward to seeing these dice rolls fall, fall apart. <laughs> we might have been okay. Ben, I thought the moment of uh, asking the the ice faces for help was like a nice little sweet, quiet moment that was interesting, um, as well as all of the flirting with uh, Lady Fennec is what I've been hearing. I'm not sure if I've got the name right. Um, uh, Martin, yeah, that that early exchange with Hester uh, when you caught her in a lie was was wonderful. Uh, Tracy, so many things. Um, uh, doing blood magic on a child immediately after uh, talking about the long-term circulatory damage that could, <laughs> that could happen. Um, also, also Hester saying eyeballs ain't cheap, and uh, and Nafonso Quay immediately saying it's true. <laughs> Got me so good. Um, let me see here, and uh, yeah, Matt. Um, I, yeah, this this good woman Fennec is great. Um, there were there were a few little bits. The eyeballs helping with cleaning up was wonderful. And um, the line, "I hope you found this visit. It was nice meeting you. I hope you found this visit educational," was very funny to me for some reason. Um, uh, wishes. I'm honestly, I'm just really glad to be able to be fully in, involved. Um, and so I look forward to that. And thank you again for being a good sport about that. I know it oh, has probably it. suppressed uh, the amount that you're playing, but I, I do appreciate it. And it has not gone unnoticed. So thank you. All right. Then with that, that is, that is session 11 as a wrap. Lem. Goodbye, Zoom lady. <laughs>